to start recording here and then bam start streaming uh yeah. yikes <laughs> <Ooh>. guys what's <laughs> good <laughs> it's your boy ssj black rod aka chris aka rancher aka see how i see what i did there i swapped it up that time i used my real name look at that but should i play that we're here episode 74 in the building we are uh almost at 75 which is then really close to episode 100 yeah i don't want i don't we got to do something special for episode 100 we got to what do, what do you guys think do a party a per, we could go to um what should we call it go to new orleans and like can't you pay for parades in new orleans you can that's the whole oh, thing wow i had no idea I my yeah, well, yeah you just keep the floats like six feet apart, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mask up, <laughs> mask. Yes, throw some beads. Wearing mask, it'll be lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have I have so almost wait, so- zero faith that in twenty five weeks the coronavirus will be over. So yes, yeah, that's probably right. So, so instead of instead of beads, do we throw bottles of uh, hand sanitizer? Yes. Yo, what if it's like those little um like sanitizer bath beads? Oh, and just chuck uh, those instead. Yeah. So it's kind of okay. on theme. But still clean. Wow. I like it. I like the yeah. slogan. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yo, how's how's everybody doing this week? What's going on? James, we got James to the green. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, Chris. It's been a rough week. <laughs> but <laughs> <You're> the, same. <laughs> but I woke up and I was like, it's Wednesday. Oh, man. Yeah. So so I'm good, man. Good overall. Can't, nice. can't be mad at it. Yeah, we we're here. We're here. We're doing it. We're here Sad. with another week. You no, know, it's crazy. Like there, there are weeks where I'm like, "Yo, I could like it's it's like you know we're at 74 episodes. This is 74 episodes in a row. I could it's oh it's fair for me to say we could take a break, but then that 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 voice inside me says, "No, fuck that. We ain't taking no breaks. We're gonna keep it going. We are going to set a record. What record? I don't know yet. But in my mind, we're doing it. We're doing it live. Yeah." Fuck every it. week, Set, every setting week. invisible records. I love it. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're already long, further along than our last record. That is very accurate. Yes. Huh? Yeah. So we growing out here. Barad, what about you, man? What's new? <laughs> man, yeah, I echo both of you guys. It has been a rough, real life week, <laughs> to, to be honest. <laughs> quite rough but but uh like james you know you get up in the morning and you go oh yeah it's 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 recording day we we get up we talk about games this this is definitely always uh, one of the highlights it's especially once we get into it like you know what you've been playing rolls around and uh it, it's you get into the old rhythm you know the old groove and i don't know it's it's it feels nice so i think i'm doing well right now that's good i feel like this this show for us it's like it's really therapeutic with all the bullshit that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another reason that like I get super happy to you know hit hit the recording button, which I almost fucked up this week. Um, hit that recording <laughs> button and hit that stream button and just sort of just kick back with the bros, kick back with the folks in the chat. Shout out mm-hmm. to Subject Team and uh, just talk about video games. It's like a nice relaxing fireside chat. Yeah, I like that. Fireside chat. Hmm. So we're going to go ahead and jump into before we jump into our what you've been playing. Of course, you guys already know what it is. It's social media time. Listen, 
We are on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, obviously Twitch. Guys, follow us, like the content, give us five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever you're listening to this to. Listen to, watching. I've been uploading the uh, the you know latest episodes on YouTube. People are like, yo, this channel is actually active now. What's going cool? Like, I was worried for a second. And thank you. Thank you. For, thank you for being worried. I, you know, I'm trying, trying to get my shit together. So, you know, you'll be seeing this on YouTube in a timely manner as well. Man, so, speaking of getting uh, like shit together, I mean, the audio quality, we're like coming through so crisp in your ear right now. Like it, it's, I know you hear it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Hello. I, I love it. So shout out definitely to Chris on the production side of it. Like it's, it's amazing. I love it. Mm hmm. And then, like, you know, just the, this is small bits and pieces that we've been doing just over time, just like the production value. Like, that's that's something that, like, I, I hope to, like, just keep keep working like it's going to over time just get even better and better. So, uh, you know. I'll pat myself on the back with that. Oh, you deserve it, man. Oh, I deserve I, it. I yeah, did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but um, soft I, pets. Wait, I don't want to hit the yeah, mic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to shout out uh, a podcast that me and Rod was on over the past week uh we were on a podcast called all my curls mm-hmm. and what a time what a what a fun time um rod you know you you've been on a show uh on their show already and you know this time this week you know it's me and you mm-hmm. she she she, uh, she invited both of us and i was like yo does she does she know what she's getting herself into <laughs> like it, like <laughs> like is she ready for my hot takes so um it's a good, pretty good episode. Yeah, uh, and I think have, have you have you had a chance to listen to it, Rod? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, it it it's awesome. Like I've I've went I've kind of gone through like even their backlog, and I'm I'm a listener, you know. Um, and it's it's nice to be invited on a podcast as well that that you're not only a fan of, but like you have a good rapport with the hosts they have a good rapport with each other that's really key we talked about that in the episode actually um and it's it's awesome to continue that and so yeah we we had a really really good time and i'm I'm looking forward to seeing like what else they continue to do and uh yeah definitely appreciate you being able to jump in on that um on relatively short notice chris so uh yeah appreciate you for that hey man it's, it's what i do like this is you know your podcasting content creation doing all this stuff just 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 vibing with people like mm-hmm. that's just what that's just what i do mm-hmm. i just i just enjoy it so um you know anytime anytime they they want me on as short notice as it be i'll be there yeah absolutely yeah and they also offered a future invitation to you as well james so whenever they slot that in i don't want to speak for them but you know whenever they, <laughs> yeah. they've, they've got like a a thing going on they did mention in the episode that uh that they want to slide you in there so yeah you know, I'm available. Let's make it happen. I'm so glad to do it. I got curls. We can make this work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny. I, 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 um, on the episode, like before we started recording, I was like, all right, I gotta ask like a couple questions about hair care products and all this, that, this, that, and the third. Once we start, like, we got in, just started talking. Like before we knew it, it was like an hour, thirty minutes into it, I was like, damn, I completely forgot to ask this question about hair. <laughs> completely forgot about it but it was it's a good time yep wait so for the uninitiated what kind of podcasts are we talking about here 
all my girls. So it is a it is a lifestyle podcast, like just generally. So they'll have it started as kind of being exclusively about like hair and the host's kind of relationship with it, um, and the main host being a black woman. You know what what her experience was with it, and it's kind of morphed into being a little bit more than that. It's it's definitely tackled all sorts of like social issues as well. So the episode that I was on uh, before was more about kind of like expectations and society's sort of like um, role in that, maybe from like your parents or friends and things like that, like how that shapes you as a person. And the episode- That would have been a good one. Yeah. Uh, and the one that Chris and I want together was about the concept of the American dream. And is that is that even a reality? You know, is it possible, attainable? Um and yeah, we, we, yeah, like Chris said, we talked about it for like two, over two hours, two and a half hours. Um, but we had like really great, you know, discussion off of that and so many other things as well. So yeah, they, they are very welcoming with that sort of thing. Uh, so much so that we had to, um, we had to split the episode up into two parts. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah. First, nice. first half is like an hour and, 10 minutes or 15 or something like that and uh yeah you get a lot of like good off-topic talk but when we do actually discuss the topic at hand uh it, it is it's fantastic as well so you can't really go wrong either way okay well thank you now i know what i'm in for i'll be there let's <laughs> oh, make it happen of course all right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our uh, what you've been playing. So this segment is pretty much where we just sort of kick back, relax, talk about the video games we've been playing over the past week and like sort of give like a, a good deep dive, especially if it's like a newer game, which we'll be talking about this week. Mm-hmm. We sort of like to give our, you know, our input on things. So uh, we're going to shake it up a little bit. Uh, Rod, what you've been playing? I've been playing a few things, but like you just teed up, um, I have been playing Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima, excuse me, uh, quite a bit, <laughs> and I have played maybe I don't know what my hour count is. I might be approaching ten hours or so, something like that. Um, getting close, but I am still in Act One. I imagine this is a three-act game. I could be wrong about that, but that's what it kind of feels like, just how everything is laid out um, and how like the mission structure is broken out to be. Uh, James, you have kind of played this as well, right? Do you know how far in you are? Um, I am still attaining opening abilities. I'm not really far. Um, I have acquired the bow, and I've just learned Assassination. If that gives you any idea. Oh, yeah, that does. That is like, yeah, that really is in the opening, like maybe yeah. two or three hours. Um, That's about right. Okay. Yeah, the the game hasn't quite opened up yet. Um, there's like this dichotomy of like, okay, you, the samurai guy uh, is, is kind of caught between honor and I guess the surviving right surviving yeah like this the assassination ways the ghost um and the and it's it's kind of a game with that ostensibly is like two play styles but you could maybe say that there's a third in the archery um mechanics and i'm actually i've actually been really looking forward to having this conversation because my experience with this game i feel like is not the one that i see everyone else have right now uh, and I'm not sure if it's like if I'm 
doing it wrong <laughs> or like what is going on. But um, I will say this. Let, let me start with kind of like how my initial impression was with this game. Uh, the first hour or two with this game, I, I did not like it. Like I was I was absolutely not into it at all. Um, I don't think it had like a good beginning. Uh, and that might be because I found it to be overly cinematic uh and and by that i mean it it is a it's an open world game if if you're not aware this is a sucker punch title uh, it's very similar in concept or scope to something like infamous where you it's where you have you know, a certain amount of kind of like checklisty items on a big map that you can kind of tackle at will um it differs from that a little bit in how the game decides to dole out its objectives and like kind of label the importance of it of them um but i feel like in the opening hour it didn't really grab me in the way that i thought it might um it's very much a revenge tale at least the main story is uh and everyone in this game seems like a big wet blanket like everybody (laughs) uh jen is not like a super interesting guy in the first 10 hours like and I guess I want to preface this by saying that I'm glad that this game exists being an American made company and like they are paying, or at least to me, they're paying a lot of respect to a culture that is not American. Uh, you know, it's, it's this game based on in Japan. It's, it's not, it's based on actual events, but not necessarily like what we are seeing actually happened. Um, and I mean that in the terms of like, this island Tsushima it ran into the samurai named Jin and all this other, this other stuff. And he's trying to save his uncle. Like that stuff didn't, it, that stuff is fictionalized, but the idea of like the, the Mongols in, you know, the 13th century uh, invading Japan, like all that stuff is, is accurate. Uh, but they're taking creative license. with So a bunch like of it. Assassin's Creed historical fiction type. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's a really good way to put it. Um, so I got to, I gotta ask: at, at what point do you get your hidden blade? Uh, he already has it. Yeah, he already has it. <laughs> yeah, he's, oh, he well. starts the game with it pretty much, or <laughs> at least very early on. Like he's very much about like Jin, the main character, is very much about like straight up, you know, samurai code of honor. Um, a lot of the game is now being an American game. It it does have this air of like these guys have watched a lot of samurai movies and maybe a lot of their knowledge of Japanese history maybe comes from that. Um, and about like how everything is like based on around honor and nobility, which are actual, you know, real concepts, but a lot of it is like kind of surface level level. Um, and they glean from it. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's, it's not, but that's, that's kind of just where we're at with it. Uh, and they, you know, he is one at the character is one to, confront someone head on rather than like stab them in the back and that's like an early an early thing i don't know if that actually changes in the story so far that actually doesn't seem to have much narrative significance you can go around like there's no moral there's no real moral system you can like go around stabbing people and it doesn't really matter all that much uh i think you get like one cutscene of like a flashback of of your uncle saying oh man you probably shouldn't do that because that's not a true way of the samurai but like there's no real repercussion for that no narrative reason um it's this this game is very very much the anti last of us uh in terms of like tone <laughs> like last of us is very self-serious and very you know it's wants you to think about all the terrible things that you're doing in the moment this game just says fuck it just have fun stab dudes if you want or don't i don't really care like here's another checkbox to tick off um 
and I don't say that to be dismissive. I just say that because, you know, that's kind of what this game is. It's very much a like, it's a very relaxing game in that sense. Nothing really feels super pressured. Like you're not pressured to do much of anything in the game. And there's value in that. Um, the main story is what I find maybe the more interesting thing out of all of it. But even then, like I said before, there's no real character, one character that stands out. Um, the, the game sort of says, hey, your uncle has been captured by like this Mongol king or, or not king, but like this main Mongol leader and you need to go save him. And the first act is gathering people to go accomplish that goal because he's like in the stronghold that you just can't storm by yourself and you need assistance because all of the all of your people have been like slaughtered at this battle and you are basically the last samurai so uh as you're kind of going around recruiting people you run across like various characters um from disparate like you know clans who may or may not be able to assist you and once you help them on their mission you get them you recruit 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 them to go you know uh, indulge your request so i have not actually completed that bit of it I've, i've recruited everyone but i still have some objectives to go in order to like actually execute the main mission um i do want to kind of talk about like the positives of this game really quickly uh because i do think this game is not like i don't think this game is bad i don't think it's like a total failure or something like that like there are positive aspects to this game i think this game looks great like if you are playing this it looks it yeah. looks really good yeah i know when they first showed it off it uh, i was like yo this this game is never coming out on ps4 it's definitely like a next-gen game yeah but no here it is it's actually out but like do you feel like has it lost some of that like uh that you know shiny coat of paint that we've seen like when uh they showed it off at e3 a couple years ago i don't think it looks that good i saw some comparisons some side by side and there are definitely like some i mean i hate saying it but it's like you know some quote-unquote downgrades but i i don't think the downgrades feel all that all that damning like the game looks great i mean when you're if you're playing this on an hdr tv it's i think this might be one of my favorite games to utilize hdr maybe even more so than than last of us 2 which which really stayed pretty dark and obviously hdr can help with that but but here this game is so much brighter uh it reminds me of god of war in that way god of war had a very uh it had a very wide color palette and it made everything that you kind of saw in that game pop and stick out a lot more. And this game has plenty of like, you know, great purple flower fields and yellow uh, what sunflowers and shit like that. Like it's very, it has a whimsical nature to it that I find really neat and yeah, and quite compelling. James, how have you kind of found the visual style of this game? I feel like I I really have enjoyed the visual style of this game. I am a fan of Infamous and coming off of Second Son and First Light recently. I can really see the evolution of their techniques coming into play here. With it with being between the um the petals that you see or the fire or the smoke billowing up across the uh mm-hmm. the horizon. So definitely on a technical level, this game has shows their growth a lot. But from a design perspective, it does feel still very much like an infamous game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Wait, I guess how how so though? Because I feel like I think infamous, uh, infamous. I think of like Lodi, um, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I feel like the control of that game was like really like just loose. Is that when I say okay? When I say feel, I feel like I should I should clarify that. It's not so much in how the game controls, but like as far as interacting with the world or what you're trying to accomplish in your like on your um your maps. It is very go here, find this, uh, very much go here, collect that. But I think instead of how Second Sun and First Light more focused with you interacting with the world, this is more about the world interacting with you. Okay. And so what, what give it like the the waypoint mechanic that they introduce here, which I love by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, instead of having to worry about like looking at a dot on the screen, you just follow the wind. And so it feels Here's- very natural. Hmm? Here's my question. Can you turn like an actual waypoint on? Or is that just like how the game is? I think that's it. It does give you like a very small icon, Mm -hmm. but it's only when you get up on things. Yeah. When you get closer, it'll give you an icon. Mm -hmm. Okay, because because like I'll I'll be for real. Like it's it's cool having like these like immersion uh, you know, uh like these new systems that are supposed to like take away the HUD and make it seem like more cinematic, uh, make it feel like you're actually there. Fuck that. I want to know where I need to go <laughs> and like where like where to go. Like I need like something on the screen. I haven't like, had I, a single I, issue with that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, really? I, I was gonna I, I was gonna say like I was kind of concerned about that a little bit. Like I thought the idea sounded cool, but in my mind I was exactly like you, Chris. I was like, dude, I'm gonna get fucking lost. Like it's it's gonna be bad. What the is this gonna work at all? No, I'm with James on this. Like it's not confusing. The wind mechanic, you can use it to like you can call the wind at any time so like it's not just like it's constantly going or like at it's at random times you can say okay i need the wind to show me where this waypoint is that i put on the map and you'll always be able to see and there's clear uh light lines that appear in the world so Mm -hmm. even if you you don't need to like watch the leaves or something you can which is cool but like it, it literally tells you what direction to be facing it even will tell you like it, the wind will go up mountains, so if something is like elevated, it will tell you that you need to like be higher, not just like straight ahead, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but as far mm-hmm. as movement goes, I should say it's a lot more fluid. It it feels less sticky than Infamous does. Even noticeably getting on the horse, the first time I did it, I was surprised at how easy it was. I really thought it, um, Assassin's Creed had nailed that ability to kind of call your horse and it comes next to you and it hops on. But this feels even more f- seamless than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but from like a story perspective and a character perspective, I could I agree with you, Roddy. Um, I am within the first two hours or so, so I haven't gotten too deep into the story. Mm-hmm. But it, it does feel for someone who's so invested in the story, Jin feels very detached <laughs> from everything. Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually it's really odd. it's comical at some points. Like, I I really do like, and I do want to emphasize again, I love that this game goes out of its way to like it cast Asian actors in these roles. Like, I think we need more of that. So, mm-hmm. like, first of all, fucking love it. I want more of it. Let's keep it going. Um, but yeah, the, the character of Jin, they made they they made the man kind of like the voice direction for him sounds very flat in a lot of ways. Like, I don't think he's bad. I just think like the way that they, the the directors told him to deliver everything is very kind of like overly stoic in a way to where detached is the perfect place to put it. Like everything, there's not really much emotion going on there when maybe there should be. (laughs) He almost sounds like a creative character. 
Like, like, like they wanted to be able to fit everybody's kind of like mode and way of doing things that he loses his own personality. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's sad. Yeah. Cause the game has tons of character. He just doesn't really seem to. Yeah. There, there's, there's a few moments that I've seen in the story so far where like he kind of, he's a, you know, he's, he gets a little bit more life into him. And those are the small bits that I've appreciated like about it. Like there are maybe like two bits in the story right now where I've been like, huh, that's interesting. And they're, they're small moments. Like I, I do appreciate the, the initial flashbacks with uh, Jin and his uncle as you're training and kind of showing them, <clears throat> showing like us, the audience, like what being a samurai is to him and like maybe how, what shaped him as a child and what happened to his father, like may affect him going forward. I'm interested to see like more of that. Uh, and I'm also interested in the relationship he has between uh, one of these straw hat Ronins uh, called Riozo. I want to say his name is something like that and haven't met him yeah he is uh he's someone who you recruit very early on in the game and he has a prior relationship to him before the events of the game and i found that actually really compelling and i kind of want to play the game just to see where that goes um and he sounds like he's having a lot of like the Jen's voice actor sounds like he's having a lot of fun uh, kind of playing off of that particular character. And so I would like to see more of that. And, and I'm wondering if there's more to that storyline. Um, so there's bits, there's moments in this game and it's, it's so hard because I feel like this is such, this is such like an, it, this is a game full of shit that we've seen before. And maybe that's part of what it is for me is that like, maybe I'm just not in the mood right now for like one of these open world go do whatever you want type of games and that's just the mood um but i mean it is one of those it is one of those games i think primarily what's carrying it for me right now i think barely is like the combat the combat is pretty neat um it's kind of i wouldn't say it's very assassin's creedish um although there are there it does share some similarities i think um but it's also a little sekiro but not in terms of difficulty the parry is key to a lot of the of the game but you it's not this timing is not as strict so like if you can imagine it Maybe I would imagine like the newer Assassin's Creed games in terms of the combat where you're surrounded kind of like by these enemies. They'll typically attack one at a time. Um, also, what the fuck? No auto lock. What what the fuck? Um, not, yeah. not, not good. Not good at all. I do not like that. That's the one thing. I think the combat so is very good, but not that. So is it like super like loose? It is. Like, yeah, it's sticky. Much it, you're... It, it's like a mm. sticky it feels, combat. It feels like it wants to be like an Arkham style combat yes. but with less auto targeting yeah okay yeah it feels v- it's very disorienting at first it took me a while i don't know if i'm still 100 used to it because there's no way you can kind of point your character in a specific direction to like kind of mm-hmm. nudge them to say okay well i want to attack this guy but but there's no hard lock the camera has honestly killed me more than any enemy has um and that has been infuriating especially when it feels like a lot of the deaths are not actually my fault but because the targeting fucked up and i was not able to like see an enemy when you cannot see something especially like an arrow coming at you from that happens all the time an arrow might come from Mm. just 
off screen completely you'll hear like an of an audio cue and i know at that point to just mash dodge because like i'm not gonna be able to see it um right so uh, there are also upgrades to kind of like make that easier um on you and i i fear that this game is going to be a days gone situation for me where like it gets better to play 20 hours in when i get all the upgrades that just make the game easier not necessarily like i'm getting stronger um i I don't know that for sure so i'm not gonna like stick to that reasoning but that's just what it reminded me of in the moment um but yeah like it's you're you're doing a lot of the things that you would expect to be doing in this type of game you know you you're indulging in side quests with kind of slight stories that always result in you generally you know killing more mongols uh and which is not like a terrible thing i honestly compared it a lot to yakuza in the way because yakuza is a game that's very it's very similar like from beginning to end in terms of like the end goal like no matter what you're doing you're you typically gonna fight more dudes at the end of like whatever side mission or quest that you're doing even throughout the story like it's a beat-em-up that's what you're doing but what compelled me to kind of keep going with that with that series is that not only do you get upgrades that like feel very satisfying um it's you it's the story and it's the personality and it's the characters and the wacky scenarios that kind of like define those moments those in-between moments and ghosts of tsushima doesn't really have that to me it doesn't really have any of the um not necessarily needs to be wacky but it just doesn't have like the margins the the exciting margins that i would expect to kind of carry me from like side quest to side quest to side quest and i think what i need to stop doing is like going after all the small shit and i just need to maybe just like mainline story stuff and maybe with the occasional side mission instead of like trying to go get fox dens and trying to do all that other shit because at the end of the day like again the game does not force you to do any of it um it's all pretty samey all the platforming stuff is like climbing towers in assassin's creed basically i don't know have you, have you done any of that james yet i've done a couple of things to do the um the shrines right yeah that they offer mm-hmm. yeah it's like it's just like a little little slice of uncharted kind of like how um was it jedi fallen order had that little bit in the early beginning mm, okay i haven't I played, you guys yet, played but... the intro of that game but in the very beginning of the game when he's escaping from the uh, junk planet i can't remember what it is there is a very Uncharted-esque platforming segment where he's climbing on like a, a train car or something. And all of these shrines and charms, at least from the ones I found, are all gated behind little segments like that. Right. Yeah. So not so it doesn't even feel like it's part of the world. It's weird. It feels like you go through the shrines and it's like, okay, I'm in the platform zone. Yeah. Yeah. The game is very this is okay so this is something like i think is a positive which is the game will tell you kind of like what you're about to do before you do it and even like yes kind of what you love that what you're about to get out of it i do like that so oh it's like okay well i want to do the side mission that will get me like you know 10 linen 15 supplies and like a major legendary increase right like i want to increase my rank so i can get more stances and shit like that so that is that's a good thing and i and and it's a smart if you're going to do one of these open world games this is a smart way of of implementing it because it's i don't feel like i'm wasting my time because i i'm just going to turn the game on for an hour get like a couple fox dens and maybe a side quest that gets me my linen or whatever and then hop out um or i'm just going to like mainline a couple story things and and push that along so yeah it, it it's you can curate your experience very 
uh, very well in in this game, and I do appreciate that about it. Even if a lot of the stuff is very samey um, and not necessarily innovative, I wouldn't say anything in this game is innovative at all. Um, and you have to really besides the navigation system. Besides that. I'll- Right. I will give them the win. That is definitely something I want to see more of. Yeah, yeah. Like sort of something like that. I mean, even so in regard to the wind as well, like with the foxes, uh, like you can you could follow them to like certain shrines, things like that, or the birds, and they'll they'll mm-hmm. point you in the direction of like points of interest. And even if you fight random Mongols in the street and they've got someone captured, once you save them, they'll typically give you like a hint or of, of something interesting to go check out, like on your map. Like they'll tell you, like, oh, I've heard that the Mongols burned down this village and some shit was going down about bandits. You should check that out. Maybe previously it was like a question mark, but now that they told you about it, it's filled in. So that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Like it will give you that sort of information. So you always feel like there's something to tackle at all times, even if you're like wandering aimlessly. Um, so yeah, the, other than that, like, you know, a lot of it is familiar and, and I don't want to say it's terrible or bad because I don't think it is. It's just, it's, it's just familiar. That's, that's really all it, it feels, is. It feels like a refinement of all the systems that we've seen over the course of this generation in open world games anyway. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, even for like, for the, for the, uh, the box art, it does not give the game the same, like the game does not have the same vibe as the box art. This game feels really dark, but this is like the most chill open world I've ever been in. Right. Yeah. This is not like, this is a good palate cleanser from The Last of Us 2. Like if you need to just like calm down or come down from that, mm-hmm. that misery fest, that was that game. This is like Animal Crossing by comparison. Yeah. To be honest, it really is. Wow. It really is. And, and that's coming that's, from like being able to chop people like in half, basically. Um, Like this game is like pretty. Yeah, I was going to say, violent. I've seen some, some pretty like brutal death animations. Yeah. So. It's treated in a really, kind of cavalier way like it's just not it's not super concerned with revel it. in it yeah exactly he's not like oh god what have i done fuck like he's oh he's, ellie yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right Die. right Die. It, he, he's oh, jen is very much like you know oh i am one with the wind you know that kind of shit so <laughs> after, after he murders a whole village right hey, with all the colors just, hop, just hops back on his horse <laughs> i mean yeah kind of with the wind kind of mm-hmm. so it's it's a very breezy game no pun intended it's a it's a pretty breezy game um in a lot of ways and you met that one <laughs> yeah don't let them fool you it, it, so a lot of people are saying like oh game of the year i don't know if i go that far with it but no. but it's it's nice to have games like this especially if you were in the mood for like a checklisty type of thing turn your brain off maybe even put a podcast on or something like that in the background this is like should i play that exactly there we go um yeah it's a perfect perfect thing for that I'm sure we'll we'll come back cool. to this too. Quick, quick question before mm-hmm. we sort of uh, swap off of this. You know, this was the one of the first games that um, Metacritic uh, sort of forced the users to actually play the game before uh, doing a review. Right? What? They weren't able to like review bomb it as soon as it came out. Do you think that there's like any particular reason why, or it was just it, this just so happened to be the game that they started to do that with? Um. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, go ahead, James. I feel like this might have just been the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's just it's coming so, so soon after Last of Us, even. Mm. Yeah. I feel like okay. it, it, it's been time to like do something about that. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Um, I pr- I don't pay attention to any of that shit, but I think for people who do care about it, uh, it that metric was borderline useless. 
when uh, exclusive games came out for any system, I would say. Yeah. So especially with Last of Us, I think definitely pu- pushed it over the edge. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was, I was just, I was, I, I was just wondering to see if they did that for like any type of controversy or anything like that. But I mean, but so far, I've like just the buzz on this game is like people just saying, eh, it's cool. Like it's. Oh wow! I I, okay. I would have expected you to say like people were saying, "Oh, it's great," because I feel like the, most of the comments I've seen about this game are people just absolutely in love with it, um, and I'm just totally not. I, so. I I follow I follow like a wide source of people. <laughs> like I, okay. it's it's yeah. Some some people I shouldn't really be following because their opinion really isn't an opinion. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I, I hesitate to like really. I don't want to give a rating about this game. I haven't even finished a quarter of it yet so you know i yeah not with yeah, but that. but um yeah i mean it it feels it it feels like a slightly above average experience right now which is not bad like that's it's it's not bad it's just it's fine it's fine um it's pretty you know and it I, is very pretty i'm gonna i'm gonna put more time into it i did notice though like and this is kind of like a warning sign for me with 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 games in general is that like and this happened like earlier in the game than where I am right now, but I would kind of turn on the game for like, you know, intending to play it for a few hours. And as soon as I turn it on, I'd like be on my phone and just be distracted and just be like, "Ah, maybe I'd rather play like something else. I don't know. It's just like, I'd sit on the pause menu for a while and just like play it for 45 minutes and then be like, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. And that happened like for a few days, first few days. Um, And I was like, Oh shit, I, this is not good. But now I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm getting into a rhythm now with it and I may have found my happy place. And so we'll, we'll continue to see that. I'm definitely curious, like for James as well, like as you get deeper, if your opinion is like any different, if it's the same, like I'm just, I'm, I'm really actually excited to hear what you have to say when you get further in. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to, cause I feel like the game was just starting to open up as I had to like go to bed mm-hmm. like yesterday or whatever, but yeah, yeah, I think, I think it's got some some fun ideas. Yeah, I can't wait to mess with. Yeah, I think you you'll find some of. And I'm I'm just getting to the point where like all of my options are beginning to open up with the ninja tools, uh, ninja the samurai tools that I have at my disposal. Like you get a lot of you know you get kunai and smoke bombs. Yeah, just got kunai. Yeah, um, I've gotten most of those unlocked at this point, and so it does vary up the combat. But I mean, it, that bolsters what I already think is a is a strength. I think this game is its visuals and its combat. I think without those, this is a pretty flat experience um but but with it like this those two things kind of carry it you know a little above like your average game um so i I, i'm i'm excited to see like kind of how that progresses too you know because i i don't have all all the necessary you know upgrades for everything to just be a complete monster so once i get there you know we'll see how that goes dope well roddy what else you been playing this week, man? I, I know you got a little something else on that list there. I do. I do. So I bought a couple VR games this week, uh, one of which was uh, was Thumper. I bought Thumper. And boy, that is a really, really awesome game. I It's something that I've kind of played a little bit of before. I want to say it was maybe on like, I don't know what platform it was. It's something. It was on something. And I... I PSVR? I I did not play the VR version. I played a non VR version of this, um, mm. and th- I think that's that's partially what like kind of 
drove me to get this one is that I remember really liking it. I didn't play a lot of it. I played maybe a few levels or whatever. Uh, but this is a a rhythm action game. And this is like, it's, you're basically in this hellscape as like this space beetle and you're on like a roller coaster. Like, with i guess it looks like a huge centipede that you're kind of riding alongside or on i guess and the rhythm kind of comes in with like obviously the backing music is is there you get um you like turns you have to actually turn with the course and like time it well you have to actually um break like these little barriers that appear just like a Mizuguchi game. It's not a Mizuguchi game, but just like one of his, uh, what you're doing in the game itself is providing a lot of the, the, the track, uh, accompaniment to like the, the music, the backing music. And it's really awesome. I love the visuals. It's, I, I think it didn't, it's not a title that needs VR, but it's one that kind of is, emphasize with the amount of with the scale of this game it's something that's really hard to describe it's definitely an experience you need to see um have you guys either of you guys played thumper i so yeah i I had it on i had it on playstation vr and this is one of those games that like you said it's it's not needed to be played in vr but at the same time i feel like i i still i still enjoyed my experience with it because like you're not in like the beetle like you still have the view that you would have had on a regular screen but it's like it's sort of like you overlooking all that stuff in third person but like just being in like this environment where like you know the music's pumping you have a bunch of visuals on the screen or in your face if you're doing it in vr uh it's fun like if you're into uh like rhythm games or anything like that this is you know i'd say this is worth picking up and is i think it's pretty cheap how much did you pick it up for on oculus like 15 20 bucks something like that yeah it's not bad yeah yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with this. It's I'm. It's a very unorthodox type of game. Like you really feel like you're in hell. Like just going through it, and uh, and it, it, the visuals are so crazy uh, in it. And you, it just feels like oppressive and dark. And after Last of Us Two, you're like, wow, why are you playing something like that? And I don't know. Fuck it. Like it. I'm just in it. I'm just into it right now. Um, and the music is very like. I would say, I don't know if it's like dark industrial, like EDM ish, but not super like, you know, peppy or anything like that. Like, it's just very grimy and I like it. Uh, So, yeah, James is a great way to put it. (laughs) Did you did you enjoy this game, James? I did the little bit I did play on PSVR. I I really did enjoy it a lot. Um, I would want to try it again on Oculus Quest, see how it feels wireless. I know it's not necessary. Mm hmm. But I do dig the concept. I'm always on my rhythm games, so that's never going to be a problem. Yeah. But you know what I was thinking about as I was watching this play? Mm-hmm. It's be really cool to have on one of those, um, you know, like those mall has those little VR setups where you can sit in the little pod and a rock back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel some kind yeah. of movement roller coaster effect would really enhance this game a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, that's funny that you say that. Like that—that that was my exact feeling. Like when I did a few levels of this, I was like, "Man, this some sort of motion capability would be so sweet on this thing. Would be huge." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because you—it it gives you a really, and maybe that's another neat part of the the experience as well the vr experience specifically is that not only is everything kind of like blown up on this like kind of unimaginable scale but you know you get the sense of a a nice sense of speed and that's what this game also emphasizes as well it's very fast and quick and 
and I would say relatively unforgiving. Like you get maybe one or two lives before like you have to start the level over. But you're it, it does that thing that I love that I've I know I've said a million times on this podcast. But like you fail at something and you're immediately back in it. Like immediately and it's great uh, mm-hmm. it never feels like yeah when i whenever i die i don't feel like oh i gotta do all of that again like i never get that feeling you're just hopping right into it uh, and i love it it's it's fantastic uh, even some of the boss fights and there are boss fights in this game where you have to utilize um like the rhythm to actually send your energy blasts down the the flight path uh to the the, the boss at the end of the the road and it's really neat how they implement again the visuals with what it is that you're actually doing so very awesome game i am digging everything from the visuals to the the style this this might be like a quick favorite of mine had it come out like you know brand new this year for sure um i am i'm in love with it speaking of things that i am i'm in love with ready to hear you talk about this yes so James, a little while back, told me about this game called Pistol Whip, and I'd, I'd kind of heard about it, but not really. I didn't hear that much. I think you were the first person, James, to like really kind of say, hey, like play this game. Like you'll probably like mm-hmm. it. Oh, boy. This, so I've been, the whole time I've played VR, I have been, um, I've been chasing a high. Okay, so I've been chasing that high that Super Hot gave me for the longest. I was never able to find it. You know, I, there were games that like were awesome, like you know, Arizona Sunshine. Just talked about that the other week. I think that's really cool and and unique. But but nothing quite like like gave me that. Oh shit, this is VR. Fuck yeah, Pistol Whip gives me that. I finally found it. This is like. This is like the thing that I've I've wanted. Um, super hot rhythm. It's those two things. A lot of people say that this is like John Wick. I don't know if I would. I, I can see. I, I can't say that I disagree. It, it, I, I can see why people say John Wick, but I would say less so John Wick and more Baby Driver. If you guys have ever seen that, mm. and that is the uh, Edgar Wright film from like a few years ago. Um, and it's that movie is actually has all of his action and a lot of his non-action actually set to music um whether that's like car chases gunfights whatever this game is baby driver the video game and it's fucking phenomenal so you are playing like an arcade shooter where you stand in one spot the the camera kind of moves you in a very much like an on rails type of house of the dead like experience and Mm -hmm. you have to you don't have to but you are emphasized to kill enemies on the beat you have like one pistol and you are just knocking people out like just like literally with your fist and actually with bullets it's great um and you know it's called pistol whip so of course you have to be able to do that and of course and i find the fusion there's a zen there's a type of zen that certain vr games will give you um i found that in tetris effect i found that in super hot and um now i found it in pistol whip where like when you are in the fucking zone you are in the zone and you're like 
there's this um so kind of what i was saying about thumper about being like super dark and industrial sort of music like this is the opposite the music here is the opposite of that this is like very much like you might even hear some of the shit in like a rave like a club or some shit like it's it's very high energy uh and good like it's good music and uh you know the bass is pumping i'm talking like 150 bpm baby like you're just going in it's great and you're just like shooting people to the beat of it. Like you just kind of have a metronome as well that you can implement. So your your controller can vibrate. You could tap your foot. I was even finding myself like counting aloud like one and two and three and like and killing people to like that that beat. And it is so ridiculously satisfying. Not gonna like toot my own horn, but I got like B's on most of my first tries, which like I'm pretty fucking good at rhythm games. So like it kind of bothered me but at first i was like i need to get a's bro like what what the fuck but um but what what was it what was it that was stopping you from getting a higher score was it if it it was me not knowing the song for the first time uh and not knowing the levels and not anticipating because like i would go back and do certain levels over again i haven't done all the songs but i've done like almost i've done three-fourths of the songs i have like maybe four left uh, like out of the track list and they've added songs to for free so mm-hmm. you're getting more songs on top of like you know the the launch content um but yeah like that usually what's what's stopping me is that like i would say i'm averaging 85 to 90 percent uh not only accuracy but like beat accuracy as well and those are represented on two different things which is not too bad not too shabby um but I oh and James I uh, I've been competing with you on the leaderboards on our friend leaderboards as well. So um, have you really? Yeah, yeah. We can. Oh, we, I, I gotta go. <laughs> you, you gotta go. <laughs> you, 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 you gotta go. Um, James, this, no, this is him telling you. He's like, yo, get good. <laughs> Let's go then. We're gonna have a shootout one of these days. Episode one hundred. We're gonna have a pistol whip shootout. I, I was gonna say like this sounds like I feel like I. I think James, you've you've like mentioned this game, and I know mm-hmm. like you've like you. I think this is one of the games that you picked up when uh, bought- you got your Oculus. Yeah, like this yeah. is this was one of the games. I was like, all right, he's really playing this game. Yeah, I Great. I think after like watching this gameplay and hearing Rod talk about it, but then also hearing him say, "Oh, I'm just good at, at rhythm <laughs> games, and I'm I'm doing this that and the third. I I'm that really launch. close. I'm really close to like pulling up my Oculus app and buying the game. And by really close, that means I won't do it. You won't. There it is. We'll have some. We'll yeah. We'll we'll have some uh, some competition. And 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 viewers, if you have if you have VR, bring it. Suck matters, bro. Let's go. Yeah. This <laughs> this this game is is so amazing. Like even when you load into it and it just starts with like this pulsating beat and like I love the VR games that kind of get put, put you in the menu and it gives you like a weapon or something that you're interacting with. So I can just like mm-hmm. fuck around. Like it gives you a pistol already. And I'm just like fucking around dancing. Like it's, it's great. Um, this, this game is, is phenomenal. This game came out this year, right? I have no idea. I think so. Okay. I think so. so yeah, cause I, like, the other day I saw there was, um, the developers put out a trailer about like their, uh, the roadmap. roadmap. Yeah. Which, yeah. So I was like, all right. So they're actually like supporting this game. Yeah. Supporting it. November 2019. Supporting it on top of like what they've already done, which I find amazing. Like they've already put out additional content and now they're doing even more things, which I find amazing. So I I love it. I love that. Um, And I I plan on playing this for a while. I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. Like 
this is going to be probably contender for game of the year. I'll probably bring this up. So um, oh. it's it's I love it. I fucking love it. Whenever, whenever I was playing like Ghost of Tsushima, like I was kind of like, I wish I was playing Pistol Whip instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but that's good. Like I, that's that's what I look for in like a video game. Yeah. Like I, I want that feeling of like I'm at work. I'm like, yo, like I could just why leave and just go home. Wait, why am I not playing this game? Like if I have that feeling, if I'm like, thinking about this like at work then i know that i'm playing a game that i like yes yes um it's it's so it's so um addicting because the songs are not like super long i think there's one song that's like five and a half minutes but like uh, most of them are going to be like two and a half three minutes long um just long enough for you to be able to get into the rhythm and and do everything two things i want to mention just really quickly one this game, and the, I feel like the John Wick comparison comes in because it makes you feel like a goddamn badass when you can just like just nail people from like so far away. It, there's a generous auto aim, but like you get points based off of precision. So you're supposed to aim center mass for like maximum amount of points, not headshots like I thought. Um, Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. Center mass for, for 200 points. 200 is the max. Um, so that is really awesome, and you feel good, even though the auto aim is generous. It, you could actually turn a lot of that off, so you can actually put on a more accurate aim. So I feel like that would be even harder, more even tougher. Uh, but is is this one of the games where like you can actually like look down the site and aim that way? You can. You can, but I think what happens is so you can do that. I think the reason why you might not is because you're going to want to aim on beat. If you want to maximize the score, you have to pay attention to the beat. You could totally play this game, and I've seen some, some complaints about like, oh well, uh, you know, this is a rhythm game, but like, I I can't, I, I can still kill people to the beat, and it doesn't matter. It's like you can, you can do that, but your score is going to be lower. Like it's you're not going to get B's and A's by just like shooting people willy nilly. Like you have to do it to the beat. So um, I love that. Um, also, great workout game. I was sweating. I don't insane. Yes. I, I think I'm I'm starting to play this like in the morning, like once every single morning. And like I am fucking tired. I had a leg cramp in this game because like you you have Yo. to Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like and that's probably yeah you have to duck oh, <laughs> i forgot to even mention that like when you're moving through the level um you know and if you're watching the video feed you're you may be seeing like there are pillars in the way and you need to move like your head out of the way um and also not only to dodge bullets but to dodge objects uh, in the path as well so you need to constantly be moving this game is not so i mean you I guess you technically could play it sitting down, but you need to play this standing up. And no, don't do that to yourself. Yeah, no, yeah, Stand don't up. do that to yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll probably hurt yourself even more trying to sit down. So, um, awesome workout game, Chris. I know, like you've kind of played games in the past that have had like a significant workout element, um, Ring Fit, things like mm-hmm. that. So, um, I think you would appreciate that for that aspect for sure. I know you mentioned that's that's something that's cool for you. So, um, and it's cool. Yeah. It's cool for me. Like I think, especially right now in the age of coronavirus uh you know i being at, at home um i'm trying to find more ways to be active um besides just the standard like push-ups sit-ups like go run shit like that um this is a great way to have fun while working out too um and it's nice it's nice you're working out in a different way and i appreciate that um this game is fucking incredible and i will definitely be talking about this probably towards the end of the year yeah that's yes. that's good to hear. Like I love I love hearing about games that sort of like like you 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 either vaguely hear about it, but like it's sort of low key. Mm-hmm. But then once you play it, you're like, wow, like they really outdone themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I and I feel like that's 
that's some that's like what katana zero was for me last year like i wasn't expecting to have as much fun as i did with that game and then for it to like have really dope gameplay and then also have like a good like you know world building and like story like it's it's the complete package yeah and y'all i've been saying we've been talking about vr for like the last couple months now y'all mm-hmm. if you don't have a vr headset what are you doing yeah waiting for them to come like, back in stock. I, <laughs> true true but i mean uh just the other day i uh hung out with some friends and by the other day i mean like last night and uh i you know bought the the quest over and uh shout out to velvet she's um on uh that's unfortunate uh, the podcast i'm on and she you know the, over the past week was like you know i really want to go like deep sea diving with sharks i want to see sharks and i was like well because you could do it in you could do it in vr yeah i could bring it over you could you could check it out in vr so i brought it over i bought um i couldn't even tell you what the name of the game was i literally went to the store and typed in sharks (laughs) (laughs) the first first game that popped up i was like all right bet i'm just buying this let's see what happens and it's like i i I guess i could figure out what the name that's that's the is that the game Um, where you're like in a cage so you know it's cool you're in a cage for when you're with the sharks but when it's like sea turtles it's like open. Ah, why would, sea turtles. Would, yeah, it was like, why would you have a, a cage if you're swimming with manatees and and sea turtles? Ocean rift. Uh, is that it? Yeah, so that's, that's exactly it. Yeah, ocean rift. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just the the experience. And by the way, Velvet, she loved it. She was like, yo, like because of this, she wants to go deep sea diving even more than she did before. So Dope. Um, nice, nice. Yeah, VR is really VR is good for that. Um, I would definitely put. So every time somebody said, you know, hey, can I? Should I get VR? What's the thing to try out? Like, what should I buy? I would. Super hot is like always. I mean, I still think that's like the top. But now, Pistol Whip is mm-hmm. definitely on that list. Like, it's it's a must own. You must own this game, it, and you don't get sick. That's another thing. I thought I was going to get sick yeah. with this because it's like smooth motion the whole time. Not once. Never once did I get sick, uh, which is great. It feels like an evolution super hot. Yes. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Which is crazy because now a sequel's coming out. Right. <laughs> super hot, that is. Yeah. 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 So love this game, guys. Fucking love it. But. I'm I'm glad that, that worked out for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. No, you were spot on. You were spot on for that one, James, for sure. For sure. Thank you, sir. No problem. And that is about it for my list. Chris, what you been playing? Oh boy. Oh boy. What have I been playing? All right. So uh a little bit of you know, I'm still getting through Doom 2016. Um not much more there. It's Doom. I'm still like just running into arenas full of demons and like shoving a shotgun down their mouth mm, and shooting. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh it's very very visceral. It's uh it's the perfect game to play after a really frustrating if you just want like and, and, and it's sort of like I don't want to make it seem like you know you know how there's a whole oh, video game is make people feel uh make people violent. No like I'm not gonna like actually go rampage out in the streets. But I will pick up Doom and and play it in a video game just to get that that feeling of frustration out. And like and it's more or less the power fantasy, like being able to clear out a whole room, being able to take out like these giant 
you know, demons or cyber demons or whatever the hell they're throwing at me at this point now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's fun. It's um, grab the berserker modifier and go in. Oh yes, just like and that's the the modifier like I look for. It's like yeah. it's a it's a modifier where you, you essentially mm-hmm. like put your gun away and you're just running up to the demons and just like punching them repeatedly in the face or like just ripping them in half. Yeah. Um, that should just be a mode. Oh yeah, it honestly. should. It should. Yeah, don't make the mistake I did and wait till like the last two levels to realize. Oh yeah, power ups. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I missed out. See, I, 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 I get upset when like I'm so in the zone and like it's like a you're literally in like a battle arena. You're just, you're fighting people, and then like towards the end of the fight, that's when I see that there was a power. Yep, up. that's me. Except it's yeah. at the end. The music stops, and I look around. It's that little power <laughs> up, like berserker. Let's go. Yep. But uh, yeah. So you know that's that's good. I'm like chipping away at this game so that I can finally jump into Doom Eternal, which I'm really excited about. Nice. Uh, so I think I, I think I'll be able to finish Doom this week, and then I'll be able to talk about Doom Eternal next week. And like from what I've heard about this game, it's it's just as good. So I'm really excited. Um, but then I also got um, Paper Mario in the mail oh wow okay okay and i haven't had a chance to play it yet but i'm just letting you know that's coming up next week uh i i've heard some things about this game so i'm not <laughs> not looking forward to playing it anymore but i'm mm. still gonna give it a shot yeah. uh so you know that's coming up but i have been playing uh a game that's technically it's, it's an older game it was a game that was um it was like an early early access on steam for a minute but then uh finally like jumped on console so it's on ps4 uh xbox one switch which i'm playing the switch port right now i i believe it's also on game pass so if you have game pass on xbox one pick it up like just download it try it out um i could have done that but this type of game it's like a action rpg like top down and games like that i sort of want on my switch like, I like the handheld aspect of, you know, playing games like that. Mm-hmm. The only unfortunate part is that it's, like, the worst optimized version. Aww. And, like, Aww. I read that I read that going into it. I was like, but I really want this on the Switch. Um, the developers are saying that they have patches that are coming out. It's just Nintendo takes forever for the patches to come out. So, you know, I'm still playing it. I know that um, there's, like, certain issues where if you jump back into the game from sleep mode, uh, like the frame rate might be really bad or like the music will just be like off. So mm-hmm. I'm doing the whole thing where like when I'm done playing the game, I actually like quit out of the game and like actually turn off my switch. So what? Uh, yeah, like some people have been getting really weird bugs. So I do want to like start all this off by saying that the switch version isn't really the best version to get. Um, try it out. Like I said, on Xbox one PS4, I've heard good things. Uh, and then of course, PC PC is like the most up to date version since it's been out already but uh yeah cross code um get some gameplay up here because it's uh it's interesting it's like you know think your action rpg meets uh like sword art online meets bullet hell uh it's a lot you're playing as um, a character who uh she's in a virtual world uh, a virtual mmo and she loses all of her memory um, she loses her memory, she loses her voice, and you essentially have to, you know, play through the game to, you know, figure out why your character lost her memory. 
Hmm. Yeah, that is but very like, sword art. Very sword art. Yeah. So you know what I love about the game? It's uh, you know, it's like a pixel, like sixteen bit. Like I like playing this. I like it. This gives me the feeling of like playing um, pretty much like Game Boy Advance or like SNES games, like that type mm. of like. Remember like Legacy of Goku, like that type of like action yeah. RPG. It's sort of like that. So with uh, your main character, she fights in two ways. She fights with um, like her like melee weapons, or you can launch like this disc. So it's like you're pretty much shooting like these energy attacks um, at people. Um, and it's, you know, like you could play either way you can, if you want to play like up close, uh, the game sort of like through stats lets you determine which way you really want to play or which way you want to like gear your, uh, your character. Hmm. I haven't heard that type of feature in a, a top down 2d game before. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's definitely different. And with like the, the shooting mechanics, you sort of see this on the screen right now. Uh, use you'll use like your projectile to sort of like launch into like these uh like, little orbs so that you could like set like the you pretty much solve puzzles that way. Hmm. So you, you can sort of see right now, and I'm sorry for our audio listeners. I'm trying to describe it in a way where you can sort of see it, but like you can uh, it's it's essentially like just a, a puzzle, like it's a puzzle. It's using you, like, like the actual the dungeon gameplay. vibes. Think yeah, sort of think like that, and then of course, like uh, you know, while you're doing these puzzles, sometimes you'll have enemies like fighting you at the same time. So, uh, it's it's cool. Yeah, like, I've that, I'm maybe uh, about two hours into it, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently, like the game is, I I want to say I've heard maybe thirty to forty hours, wow. and like the game picks up in its second half. So like right now, like it's you know they're setting up characters, they're setting up um you know you're since you're pretty much starting over at like level one since the, your character lost her uh her memory um you're you're pretty much like like any mem- mmo you're starting off in like that uh that port city or whatever and mm-hmm. you're like meeting new care you're meeting other new uh, you know you're meeting other characters who are like just now getting into the game so like they they're really doing a good job of like selling the aesthetic that you're playing an mmo so um certain characters will talk about like Oh, they've been playing for too long. They're gonna log out, and you'll see that. Mm-hmm. And while you're like you're, and while you're playing the game, you'll see like other like NPCs like running around like they're actually playing the game. Huh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, the, I, the thing that looks the most interesting to me is like that puzzle aspect. Like I like that idea, um, especially if like you know you're getting into combat as well, like with like during. Um, it seems like a really unique experience and not one that I've really kind of seen before. And I just, I'm just kind of a sucker for like this sort of art style too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I've been playing for about two and a half hours now. And um, yeah, like I'm sort of like just now jumping into like my, uh, my like ability tree, which they sort of like branch out with like, uh, if you want to focus on your like main, like your melee attacks, you'll sort of like, learn abilities off of that if you want to play more defensively uh with your like dodge or like your shield you could get abilities based off of that so um something else that's really cool is like let's say you're at a split point in your uh, ability tree you can essentially like once you choose one side if you want to use the other side like it's it's interchangeable Mm -hmm. so you could sort of you could really customize your character to like the specific area that you're in Mm -hmm. 
Well, that is useful. Yep. Yeah. Plus, you try different voice styles and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I I love how Zelda like it seems like from what you described as well um, mm-hmm. as what it, it's just vis- again visually. Um, it seems really cool. Like it's it's a an indie RPG, right? Um, and I, I think it's pretty impressive that they're able to kind of get this amount of like uniqueness in there. Yeah, and like just just it being like fast paced and everything like that. Um, it's it's something that like it's sort of scratching all of those like itches of like playing an action game, playing a puzzle game, and then also just like just the overarching like giving you like a a, a good good story because the, the story is like it's it's pretty interesting so far. So do you get to when you meet up other characters, do you get to team up with them? Yeah, is like a party system. Yeah. So yeah. So like, and that's that's something where like it's it's like a party system. Like I I'm like in like story wise, like I'm in like day two, and uh like the character is like, hey, you know, I I see that you're online now. Just uh just give me a call and we could like you know link up in a party. So like you'll go to like the party menu, uh do like hit like invite to party, and then you'll see that character like you know spawn in right next to you and jump back like jump into battles with you and so do you get to spec them at all or they are doing their own thing they're they're doing their own thing that's pretty but dope. i think but but like i'm still early on like i'm not even sure if like uh because i know on the pc version i saw that there was a patch note where you like have more options on like i guess how either how they play or um either how they play or just like different abilities and stuff so uh, it's it's good to see that the developer is like still working on stuff in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This does have me curious now. I have to check this one out. Yeah. So no, I'm 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 relatively early in this game. Um, I I know that I'm. This is one of those games that like once again I'm thinking about it. Like you know I work or like when I'm bored I'm like all right. Mm-hmm. Like I've actually started carrying my Switch again. Like nice. Uh, if I have like extra time, if I'm like just chilling. I could just pull out the switch, play a little bit of this, and then you know, yeah. hop back into whatever. I'm yeah, playing. it seems like it w- it would scratch a unique itch that someone might have. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what I got this week. Nothing too crazy. Um, I'll definitely talk about this. I'll talk about uh, Paper Mario. Oh man, Paper Mario next week. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm really excited to play that, but then at the same time, I I sort of know what I'm getting myself into. What was is, the last uh, one you played? right damn wow yeah last one i played i think was maybe i started playing the one on the wii u and then stopped because it was weird on the wii u no 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 no, no. the one that was on the 3ds the with the oh, sticker. sticker star oh yeah sticker star or, yeah i haven't played anything since uh super paper mario on the wii Oof. yeah so, i like that one no i'm saying as an oof as in like that was like the last one that they stuck with the formula that you think of when you think of paper mario like oh. since then it's been like oh let's throw in this weird mechanic into the game what did they do to my boy well we'll see next week when i talk <laughs> about the game <laughs> we'll see all right so let's go ahead and jump into the news for uh this week we're gonna go ahead and talk about once again ubisoft is in the news uh and they, they just can't get right um for the most part they uh, if you don't know ubisoft is sort of like in the news about uh their handling of like the sexual harassment in just their company uh either through like just the game design characters uh 
they they've been quoted saying stuff like women don't sell games as main characters which you know i i feel like i th- i thought they were doing something re- like as of recently with having uh you know with odyssey um was was what's the character's name cassandra cassandra it's cassandra yeah i thought like she was like wasn't she likable didn't people like her yeah people well, did, you know yeah. that's the thing about that story is that the original plan was to have her be the main protagonist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but when they brought the game to the people's like yo i need a guy too otherwise we're not gonna make the game oh so that's why alexios exists in the form that he does <laughs> but like everybody i've talked to about the game agrees cassandra voice actor just delivers better her story is more interesting she's a better character yeah so um i don't know the they've they included like options because they kind of had to <laughs> not because they wanted to at this point yeah that that kind of mentality is is not necessarily something that's surprising to me or i don't think anybody else in here um you know because people executives specifically are super shitty uh, and have incorrect met- uh, metrics on these type of things. Um, obviously we've had like tons of examples, especially of, of this generation of women who can absolutely carry games and sell them. Um, and it's not a big thing. Shocker. Uh, so, you know, we've got life is strange one uh, horizon, you know, just to name a few tomb Raider, um, you know the Cassandra is a great example, sequels. right? <laughs> yeah, Last of Us. You know, we just spent multiple weeks talking about that. <laughs> um, Last of Us two helmed by two women, so you know, primarily, like it's it's kind of a fuck you basically to that kind of mentality, which is which is good. Um, so hopefully, we continue to hopefully we continue to see a lot of this uh, with the Me Too movement gaining traction. Um, hopefully, some of these. These guys getting out of there, um, we see more of this in the industry in general. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that metric was always silly, uh, you know, but it was also no surprise. You know, a lot of the decisions made in those kind of boardrooms were were things that were made um, with very old style uh, mentality. You know, it's not excusable, no matter how old it is, you know, of course. But yeah, it's... I just... It's it's I think it's it's frustrating because you I think I, I surround myself with just better people like good people because I to me like this is this like just that thought process is so like old and like dumb that when I hear like CEOs are here like you know Twitch streamers just saying wild shit it's it's sort of like these these people are like the the vocal like minority it's just that they have really big platforms yeah like mm. so you really can't avoid it yeah they, and they have the power like they have the power to make those kind of decisions uh and it's fucking shitty so fuck them and 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 you know we're getting them out you know uh, and and it's which which i mean which you know you know these people are getting canceled uh they're being banned um you know i think right before we started uh recording i saw that you know uh zero got you know then zero being the smash player um pretty much like his twitch is gone he's getting kicked off of like these teams um man i i would say not zero but like he he, he's done some pretty grimy shit so Mm -hmm. fuck zero at this point yeah yeah Uh, accountability who knew who knew it was important Mm -hmm. (laughs) so 
yeah yeah so yeah that's that's pretty much what's happening ubisoft right now they are um you know cleaning house right now which you know that's good it's about time that these moves are being made and yeah of course you know we'll we'll see we'll see what they do with it and i'll see let's 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 see them like follow up and actually make more changes which it's just that you hate to see it like i thought ubisoft was one of those companies that they 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 made it look like they were progressive they preached it at at, at the beginning of every game Mm mm-hmm this game yeah. was made by many different people with many different views of many different backgrounds and many religions, but <laughs> no women in my games, though. Back up. Yeah. <laughs> or when they do, they're, they're like half-assed Vita ports. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Liberation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Freedom Cry. Mm-hmm. Like, where was that? Like, yo, why can't these be mainline games? Yeah. Right? Yeah, we've got finally took what it did the origins came out in 2017 uh it took that long to get someone not a white straight white dude uh in in one of these games so yeah and apparently they wanted my ex-wife to take over during the game but they scrapped that idea too oh right so. yeah which in that game you play as her for like a little bit but yeah i think i think mm. you're right they wanted you to be able to like play more of her um I've not completed the game at this point, so I don't know how much of that like you actually do. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's fascinating. So we'll 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 see more. Like I said, we'll talk more about it when uh, they actually do do more things. They actually like follow up to fixing their company. Uh, does anybody have something to pour? You know, we're gonna pour one out for Mixer. Uh, as of as of now, Mixer Mixer is officially dead rip r.i.p mm-hmm. uh it's you know it's something that you know we've talked about like over the past couple of weeks but it's uh i don't know it's still shocking to see that microsoft pumped millions of dollars to these streamers um i think wasn't ninja's deal wasn't that like 20 million or something yeah, like that or something along like the that. lines of something yeah, like that something ridiculous something, yeah. yeah something ridiculous and just a year later them you know shutting down the service but then also like i think there's still like honor like they're still paying him out the rest of his contract or something like that mm-hmm. yeah so it's yeah you know it's it's weird i you know i once again i hope that these smaller creators that are that were on the platform i hope that their transition into either facebook gaming or twitch or youtube gaming, that's what it looks like they're doing um, now yeah, I just, I just, I hope that that transition is good for them. Um, I like if you if you know a mixer streamer, like all it takes is to share their link. Like you're not paying any money, you're not doing anything, you're just doing the share. Like that, that helps. Because like I know that if a friend of mine puts in a link on like on my feed, I'm like, oh, you know, this person such and such, you know, uh, streams this, that, and the third. Uh, check out their stream. Like I'm the person, I'll click it. Mm-hmm. I'll watch a video too, and I'll I'll follow. How much money did I spend doing any of that? Nothing. <laughs> so, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, being a content creator, it just, I, 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 only, I just feel for those people. It's like being stuff. a server going out to eat. I understand. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's <laughs> after rough, working, man. after working certain jobs, like you can't, like you just see things differently. 
And then you, at that point, you're, you're preaching to your friends. You're like, yo, make sure you tip this amount. Make sure you're not leaving a shit ton of mess at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Clean up to, the store to, when you're to the waiters and waitresses out there. See you, husband. All right. Man. So, so let's talk about Microsoft for a little bit. Um, we have Microsoft's event, which will be tomorrow. Right. And for the audio people, this has already happened. So you can probably use this recording to just kind of laugh at us at how wrong we're about to be. <laughs> Halo well, Infinite. Halo Infinite, we're getting that, but besides that, let's, let's sort of let's do like speculation. What do you think? What do you think we'll see or what do you want to see? And what do you think we won't see at all? <laughs> I'll sort of start I'll start that off by saying we're not gonna get a price tomorrow. I know a lot of people really want a price for the system. I don't see it happening. I, um, I think they've said as much. Like they're they're like, we're not doing anything business related. We're only showing games. That's it. Yeah. So I know there's like just on Twitter, people are like just getting really hype. We've been getting really hype all summer. <laughs> when will you learn? <laughs> Don't get hype. Yeah. Stop it, guys. There's there's no point for that. Uh it's true. What about you guys? James, you got something? I mean, the usual suspects. Of course, Halo. I'm expecting to see some kind of Forza game. I'm expecting to see um what is that game? I can't remember what it's called now. But where she's having like the mental breakdown, and you can kind of see what's going Hellblade. on. Like, Hellblade. Hellblade, thank you. Yeah. The Hellblade sequel. Um, which is, which is another female uh, lead, by the way. That's crazy. They make females in video games. What? What? Nah. <laughs> but I know what I want to see. I want to see a new Banjo-Kazooie. I'm not getting it, but I want it. Because they put him in Smash, okay? There's hope. There is hope. That's a promo game now. And I want I want new Fable. I want to see what the, what the new Fable game is going to be like. No card games. No tower defense. No MOBA arena. None of that. I want a RPG Fable game. And a platform forming 3d adventure banjo none of that other stuff we're yeah. gonna get a uh damn i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna say it anyways we're gonna Yo, get, subject, gonna get you your ban- go somewhere gone now don't do that <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get your banjo but it's gonna be like a card game or something. <laughs> it's gonna be a gotcha it's gonna be a gotcha game cruel fate cruel fate um <laughs> no, it's gonna be so bad <laughs> Um, I'm actually really excited to talk about this with you guys because, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say that, like I'm I'm hype hype, but like I'm really looking forward to this, guys. Like I'm 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 looking forward to this, I think, on a similar level that I was with the PlayStation uh, event and with the PlayStation event, it didn't really it, it whelmed me. I was whelmed like I wasn't like <laughs> like it met my expectations and they were like sufficient. It was sufficient. Um you know i'm hoping that this does that or better at least like i hope it doesn't disappoint um and i I, the reason why i'm so interested in this i think out of all the manufacturers microsoft is the most interesting one to me right now because they're the wild card they're the one i they're that they're the ones that i do not know what they're gonna do at all like they could come out and completely just fall flat completely on their faces and that's possible or they could come out and astound everybody with a lineup of really awesome looking games and that's totally possible too um and mainly because they've acquired these studios a few years back 
Um, they've had the time now to show something, if not gameplay, then I'll even take like a typically I will, I will never you'll never hear me say this again. But like I'll even take like a CG trailer of something interesting that some of them have like that some of them have, um, you know, I'm thinking of like the initiative. I, I you guys may have heard me talk about the initiative. I'm very excited to see what that studio has to offer. I think that's the, one of the most exciting studios right now because we don't know what the hell they're going to do um and there's so much raw talent if you don't know that's the studio that is made up of a bunch of uh lead creatives from the tomb raider reboot god of war and i think horizon or spider-man or one of those like leading sony franchises um and i'm just so hyped to see like what they yeah that's that sounds incredible. Yeah, it sounds awesome, right? Like, like I'm, I'm really excited to see what they do. Now, the rumor is that they're doing a Perfect Dark, which I'm like, fuck, no, please, not because I don't like Perfect Dark, but because like I don't want to see something I already know already. Like, I would rather like from them. I would rather something else come of that. Like, I think I'll get my first person shooter quota with Halo, which, by the way, getting more excited about that as like the time goes by. Um, for some reason, I don't know why, but uh, I think three four three is going to do a pretty good job here. I think they've learned their lesson from four and five <laughs> significantly. Mm-hmm. So, and especially with like kind of fixing the MC collection. And I just want to see what the hype's going to be about Dude. because, like, that's that's what I've been seeing. Yeah, over like the last like, especially over the last couple of days. Yes, is that you know we're we're getting Halo Infinite. We're seeing what this is going to be about. I they have to show gameplay. Yeah, like to. no more cutscene, like no more CG. Like at this point, we need we need to see the actual game. I want to see like what they incorporate the multiplayer in, yeah. because like I I I sort of liked what they were trying to do with five, where they had like um they had like the multiplayer like have its own overarching story, right, right, the whole time. But like I sort of feel like they were doing it, but it sort of fell. It fell flat. Right. Yeah. It was an experiment, that's and people tried. stopped caring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I, that's four to me was like, I didn't like four all that much. Like I thought I didn't think it was terrible, but I did. I it's my least favorite out of all of them. Um. And five I did not play a lot of at all, so I don't have too much of an opinion on it. But uh, what I did play and and see a lot of uh, was kind of similar to four in a lot of ways but they took a few they took a few swings uh they didn't really hit but but they took a few swings there and i appreciate that uh but but with infinite though for i get this feeling man every now and then i'll get a feeling about a particular game of like oh man this is gonna be it's gonna be something this is gonna be interesting or good and i i get that with infinite i, I feel like three four three it took them a couple games but they get it i think they get it now and when they do understand and and especially with what um with some of the the uh, lead creatives have said that you know they've said we've rebuilt infinite like you know to kind of harken back to you know ce and like three and people's favorite experiences with halo and like that's what i want to see i'm a halo fan like i love halo i love that franchise and i want to see it succeed uh more and i think with infinite they can fucking do it so if they they're gonna inf- i think they're gonna do something that changes the game there's a lot of rumors saying that it's gonna have something to do with a grappling hook um like a gameplay mechanic that would be totally different um or it could be open world which it, the cover art came out today for that and it looks spectacular it gives me combat evolved vibes like look at that cover art and tell me that it does not tell you that it does not show you combat evolved 
tell me like it it is uncanny so it tells me that like that's where they're focused oh yeah 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 exactly exactly like i'm so i'm ridiculously i'm getting more excited like as the hours pass for this thing and like you know like you said chris i don't want to get burned like i don't want to i don't want to uh get burned from that but i can't help it man like this is i think that's i have a good feeling that that's going to be the showpiece and they'll deliver I, i have faith that they will deliver so yeah you know what if what if what if they uh turn to halo infinite what if it's what if the multiplayer is like destiny like oh, fuck it where fuck it it's this fucking open world i'm done with it <laughs> fuck halo no um wow i'm willing to i'm willing to 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 check it out like maybe that's not a bad thing like a persistent world or something like that I was like, yeah okay. that's what I'm, that's what i'm thinking i don't know have you played grand theft auto online <laughs> yeah it maybe i just want to know what the infinite means like that's got to have some significance not just for the story but for whatever they're trying to do like with the core design philosophy you know let's start Yo, what let's if start it's taking, because halos are taking, in loops what if they let's start taking bets now i i have a feeling they're going to introduce some sort of like gameplay mechanic and they'll say because the gameplay will be infinite hmm. i wouldn't bet against that that might that's probably it something like that uh, something yeah, yeah. Something, something cheesy so i i'm expecting some kind of like weird reboot i don't know why for for halo i'm expecting like some type of like yeah odd soft reboot oh dude yeah i 100 percent agree with you i totally think that's what infinite's gonna be like from how they've been talking about it i think that's exactly what they're going for it's been five years since the last halo installment and that's the longest that the franchise has ever gone without an entry and i don't even know what's going on at this point exactly in the series to be honest yeah it's kind of shit to be honest, like it's it's not good. I was gonna say, is is, is Luke Cage still in the game? Is he? I don't. Like, I don't. I don't think I finished. I don't think I finished five. He was in the game. Yeah, yeah, he. Was yeah. There. Yeah. Wait, does he he's, play the others? Like, he plays the other guy. Yeah, he plays the oh. other guy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, I actually cared now more than I did back then. That's, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I I definitely think that that will be the showpiece. I'm expecting. I'm hoping that the initiative so, shows something. Apparently, it, it's not going to be there. That's what uh, Jeff Grubb was saying on Twitter. He was saying that it's not going to be there. But I, I don't know. I'm hoping that it won't won't be there. Yeah, he's saying it's not going to be there at all. Um, but I'm hoping that he means that you know they will maybe show a title card or some proof of concept i'll even take art at this point god damn it just tell me what you're making like i just want to know what it is so um it's too soon my guy uh, it's still cooking oh man dude it's been like a couple years we need something exactly a couple years (laughs) they just got together give me uh, a morsel i just need something to tide me over um i would love give me that nintendo treatment give me like a month out and just tell me it's coming in a month and I'll be good. I would I would love that. I doubt Microsoft would have the patience for that, though. I feel like they're like Sony where they're going to say, yeah, we'll show you something that's three years away. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, I'm with you, though, James, like with Fable. Like, I, I don't care too much about Fable, but I think a good I think I like Fable one and two, like a bit, like a quite a bit. Um, but if they're able to give me a new one of those, I think I'd be down for that. Um, I I. I what and I'd be curious to hear what, what you guys think as well. For me, the metric of success for Microsoft is not to just give us the things that we expect. I think the metric of success for them is to it, give us the Halos, give us the Forzas, the Fables, whatever. That's fine. That's perfectly not, fine. I was, gonna say, 
I'll say, I don't know. I think they could keep that. Give us Halo, but then give give us like you said. I mean, like we're like we've been uh, we've been saying like they've you know swallowed up all of these uh, developers. Like, give us something new, something different. I think they will, but I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with giving us those franchises though, because there's nothing wrong with them. Like, Forza is still great. Like, it's better than Grand Turismo yeah. at this point. Like, I would so keep giving us that. Like, that's I've never even liked Grand Turismo. That's fine. Like, I like Grand Turismo a lot. You know, but Forza is better now. It wasn't at first, mm-hmm. but now it's become better. And so, like, I want to see that and Horizon, um, Forza Horizon. Like, those, that franchise is one of my favorite franch- uh, racing franchises now. So, like, I mean, I want to see those games. But, yes, give us something new. I, I agree with you. Like, I think that that's kind of where they live and die right now is can you give the people who know you already what they're familiar with and give it to us well or can can you bring in like a totally different crowd like what about the people who like rpgs and japanese games like there's a to me it seems like with all the yakuza rumors that are not rumors but the confirmations for today of like what that game is like maybe we see them promote yakuza it appeared at their show what like a month or two ago uh maybe they show something else in that vein like something japanese you know phil spencer has gone on record to say like hey i'm really proud of like you know what we've got in terms of japanese support so maybe that's a hit that they've acquired some sort of like you know marketing deal or maybe just an entire game in general like i think that they need to go for those markets those markets that they're unfamiliar with um to to cater to it because a lot of people i feel like it's irritating when people say well why does microsoft care about japan japan they're not going to buy their, their shit anyway well no they're not going to buy their shit when they don't focus on them at all um you know and it's going to be it's hard to break into that market like it's hard but you can't do it if you don't try and they tr- they they tried with the original xbox and the early 360 era um and they were not successful but i'm hoping that they continue attempting that because we got good games out of it blue dragon lost odyssey jet set radio you know etc like mm-hmm. we got a bunch of those awesome games experimental as well otogi like so many of these things that i remember fondly um and they still hold up that's what i want to see from microsoft i'm curious like what do you guys think is the measure for them of success like whether it's at this show i was gonna say i you know you you, you brought up 360 i was like man i'm Minus minus the the racism of Xbox Live, I miss I miss the three sixty days, I really, I really do. But uh, yeah, they can keep they can keep all that you know sexism and racism in the past. Um, I I think those times like it it was just a wild time. I'm not even bringing it up. It's just <laughs> those those, those are just lawless times online. Um, but I mm, I I don't. I've learned, guys. Listen, I've learned uh, so much over this over this the quarantine of not getting hype over stuff, like not getting too excited, not building it up so much. Uh, I I I just I'm just gonna go in. Like I know we're gonna get our Halo. Um, we may be surprised. I I don't want to be surprised. Just show me Halo and like some other cool stuff, but. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it to myself. Not anymore. No. No. Come on. I'm learning my one, lesson. One more college try. One more college hype. Listen, but but y'all know me. I'm gonna I'm gonna be on Twitter like mm-hmm. 30 minutes before getting super hype about this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> spinning them spinning them wild predictions on Twitter. People will be like, "Yo, what the fuck yeah. is he saying?" I feel like this is. I, I feel like this is the moment. Like this is Microsoft's moment. That's why I'm so interested and like you know 
mildly excited about it is that like this is their this is their chance to show the entire world like what they've got in store this is their moment to convince people that in november they need to buy their console and why like if you cannot give it to me here you i don't know how much more of a leg they need to stand on like they they've phil spencer i feel like is kind of (laughs) like on the sword for this one like you know he's he's done a good job of writing the ship like xbox one was not it was a goddamn disaster for them yeah and um no no it's funny i uh i don't know what tweet phil spencer had but he, he he was saying something he was of course hyping up this event but then i think he said something along the lines of like you know we're uh we're 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 building for for the gamers you know uh the things that you guys love and use we're focusing on and then there's someone someone in the mentions was like, yo, but what about the connect? <laughs> I miss my connect. <laughs> oh poor, poor Seth. Oh man. Um, <laughs> I've I've i legit seen uh GameStops use their extra connects to like hold down signs at the windows. That's hysterical. <laughs> don't don't do don't do that. No, they aren't. <laughs> yes, I'll find it. I'll find a picture. I'll send it to you. <laughs> This, Damn it. These things are paperweights. Like GameStop, they, I don't even think you could trade them in anymore. They don't take them. Yeah, they probably won't take them. Uh, James, what is your thought on on this Microsoft thing? Like, do you think that this is like their moment? Like, what what is their barometer for success? Like, what are you thinking right now? Yeah, they don't have much of a choice right now. I I can't see them going into another generation like the same way they did with Xbox One. Um, especially with these boxes supposedly costing as much as they do to create, there there's no room for just like BSing on the games. Yeah. The, um, that link you showed us earlier, Chris, that some of arcade esque kind of thing they got going on now that gives me hope. Mm-hmm. Going back to the roots, like you said, in the three sixty days of summer of arcade, mm-hmm. and that's where we got some games that are still popular today. Yeah. You know, um. Things like the Castle Crashers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or the um, Bastion was in there. Not one, yeah, Bastion. That's that's a classic right there. Yeah. Uh, should I play that classic? <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um, I am glad to see them going back to that kind of thing. But on the um, on the AAA side of things, I don't know. I can't really. I can't put my finger on what the killer app for an Xbox would be. Mm-hmm. I would like to see what they were going to do with Scalebound. I do like the idea of something oh, kind of about that. <laughs> no, but, but but we're talking about Japanese support, right? And like Platinum Games is a great place to go for that sort of thing, right? You want yeah. something different, something fun, a little bit wacky. Nope. Give us Metal Gear uh, Rising too, please. Or I don't know yeah. how they can do that with Konami being the way they are. But could you no, imagine Konami's? Konami's so petty. They'll give us. They'll they'll flash Metal Gear, and then it'll say Revengeance. <laughs> it'll just say Revengeance. Yeah, mm. and that's it. That's the title card. That's it. That's all they're giving us. Again, it'll end up. Yeah, and then it'll end up being like a, a HD port. Yeah, I was about to say yeah, like HD port. It's not not even not even a sequel. It's just they're just re uh, remastering it. Coming twenty twenty two. Oh yeah, yeah. I was excited, and then you you ruined it for me, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, I'm doing Konami's job for them. <laughs> You're welcome. No, your job is to make good games. Yeah, I'm. I, I what's that, James? I, no, I don't know. I'm not really sure how to feel about it. I'm. I'm gonna let you guys just kind of going in tempered. 
right expectations yeah yeah i'm i, I all all eyes are on them I, I do notice that there are a significant amount of people who are more excited for this than they were a couple months ago with like the first showcase the third party showcase and maybe that's because people are expecting to see first party games here and it's got like the power of halo behind it um, whereas people were not expecting that um uh, you know the first time around but yeah i i do notice a fervor around this event that is that it's pretty hype so yeah we'll, we'll we're gonna see man but I'm, I'm really glad that we had this conversation because like i'm I, i'm looking forward to it but i totally understand that i could be disappointed <laughs> about this yo middle middle gear survive 2 i can see that happening oh boy oh, oh boy let's talk about games that don't sell Jeez. But um, real quick before we end this segment, I do want to talk about um, that people have found out that you can't, you can no longer get Xbox Live Gold 12 month on the store. Uh, so the you know people are saying that they may bundle it with Game Pass, which if, once again best value in gaming. If you're not, if you're not on Game Pass Ultimate already, what are you doing? Yep. Uh, yeah, it's more you know it, it costs more, but at the same time the value that you're getting, Halo Infinite Day One. Uh, Forza, no whatever that is day one insane that is insane to me insane i cannot believe it and especially in the age of co- i just can't believe it like that that the first party games day one people it, it they did it did not have the impact this generation that it did because microsoft didn't fucking have any first party games like <laughs> worth playing um like you know with i mean they i mean that's an exaggeration obviously but like you know gears five is it (laughs) gears five is like the only one i can think of off the top of my head like they just did drop the ball totally on first party content and so i think once this starts once this gets going on series x and people are able to like people get in on the new console hype and they're able to play halo infinite day one on game pass and forza and whatever else they drop day one like listen what game pass Game Pass and X Cloud and X Cloud, like what the? So take it with you. Come on, come on. Yeah, Xbox, Microsoft, they're they're about to be doing some stuff. Like we we, I've 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 like poked fun at them for the last like thirty minutes, but I I feel like they're they're you know they're positioning themselves in the right way where they could they could do something special. That's they really can. That's all they need. They just need the games. If they start the generation with like games, I'm not saying they have to drop like, you know, triple A, like five triple A uh, heavy hitters right then and there on launch date. That'd be great, but like I don't expect that. If you show me something within a launch window, that being from launch day to 1 year later approximately, if you show me enough stuff to get hyped for at that moment or get excited about like that to me is going to be a win that to me is going to say okay well i need the series x i need to get game pass i need to get all of these things that will allow me to play these titles and 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 and, and indulge invest in the ecosystem like they did not have that i don't think people understand like i don't think people really understand the value of what microsoft is offering because when they did it this gen there's nothing really worth playing like you know just just on a general level but once that and xbox has been like the butt of a joke exactly for like the last six seven decade. years yeah exactly yeah um, so once they get shit going and people come away from the showcase assuming that it's any good and they say wow i want to play this 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 and this uh, i might as well just grab one and then they get the capability to play all of those games day one or at least like what most of them on on game pass i think that's yeah. that's a value that you're not getting anywhere else anywhere else 
So and then like seeing like yeah like the third party games like Outer uh, Outer Worlds yeah Outer Worlds mm-hmm. and Outer Outer Worlds yeah yeah outer yeah Worlds. and Outer Wilds mm-hmm. um what was I mean I'm trying to remember the game where like you I get accidentally sent to hell what was it again oh uh, After Party uh After, after party. party good game. yeah like a bunch a bunch of games that like indie games that I knew for a fact that I was gonna pick up right being you know day one on Games Pass I was talking about cross code earlier. Day one, Game Pass. Y'all, what are you doing? Wake up. <laughs> save your money. Save your money. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do tomorrow. Um, I, I, I do also want to shout out that, not shout out, but say that um, Xbox, they've officially ended them making the Xbox, Xbox X, was it the Xbox S? X. Yeah. Xbox Series X. X. Xbox One X. God damn, yeah, these, these, name. these names are terrible. Xbox One X and the Xbox <laughs> All Digital. Yeah, All Digital. The, the sad. All Digital. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're not making them no more. So I think they're they're pretty much. Oh, that's they're... why they call it the sad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was oh, wow, I was looking. I was actually looking for one to purchase like a couple weeks ago and couldn't notice i couldn't find it and i thought that was weird i thought it was just a coronavirus thing but nope it's probably just a manufacturing thing intentionally mm-hmm. so you know wink wink maybe we'll see you know another skew for the series x which is oh, like heavily one? implied oh definitely heavily implied at this point yeah good uh, a lot but, part, right like that's yeah yeah I don't think we're going to see it tomorrow. No. If we do, that'll be great, but I don't think we're going to see it tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have a couple more bits of news before jumping into our topic. Uh, Rocket League. Who who likes Rocket League? Who who plays Rocket I play League? play Rocket League Rocket. all the time. Rocket League. Oh, I want to know what you feel about this. Rocket League is becoming is going free to play this summer and also moving from Steam to the Epic Game Store. So how do you feel that Rocket League is now like just going to be open? For anyone to just download and play, because that's that's also good because you're you're opening the you know the base the player base. But then look at what happened to Grand Theft Auto Online a couple months like a month or two ago. Yeah, I mean True. that game is also just like it breeds toxicity. Like what that game is <laughs> like in terms of like what you're doing from moment to moment. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I I I mean, is it there's is there a chance that the community gets worse? I mean, yeah, but I, I don't find the Rocket League community to be terrible just all, all the time. Like you definitely run into mm-hmm. jerks, but like I don't I don't really see it deteriorate but those are always the people that are like you're no good at the game yeah you can't do triple flip exactly people are just gonna ask me to trade more often they're trade 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 so i don't really give a shit trade. Uh, <laughs> mm. so i think that's great i mean i i am salvating already at all the like the fresh people coming in you know bolster that player base baby let's go you know um, more people to to beat in my opinion so that's great. There you go. Um, crossplay too is is awesome. I mean, it, they've already had crossplay, but I mean, just the fa- just the fact that like it's free to play on all platforms and crossplay continues to be enabled. Uh, they're supporting it still. That's awesome. Um, it, the Epic thing doesn't bug me too much. I know people don't like the Epic Store in general, but I mean, it's if you own it already, you'll still be able to launch it from Steam. You just cannot buy it from Steam anymore. Mm-hmm. So there's that. So yeah, well, I I guess I'll and crossplay. Dang, well, I guess I'll pick it up because I think I have it only on PlayStation and 
didn't care enough to like pick it up on any other system. Like I've I've been really close to buying rebuying it on the Switch. Yes. So same. Glad I, I'm glad I, I like stopped myself from doing that because I would be pissed right now. Yeah. Um Nintendo uh had a like super mini direct. I don't even want to call it a direct. Uh they showed off some uh showed off Cadence of Hyrule, some DLC for it, Rogue Company, uh WWE 2K Battlegrounds, and Shimigami Tensei 3 remake. And Shimigami Tensei 5 is both coming in 2021. Um, I feel like a majority of those games, a lot of people don't care too much about. I know we've talked about Games of Hyrule on the show before. Um, if you like rhythm games, if you like Zelda games, bam, that's your game. Um, Rogue Company, this, this is like a battle royale, right? I think, I think so. Sort of. Yeah. Is it? It's I don't know. It's it's some it's it's a multiplayer game. So I that's one of those games like I keep my eye out for, but like I I don't really care too much for. Uh there's uh yep. WWE 2K Battlegrounds. I mean, if you if you played WWE All-Stars, you sort of know what you're getting yourself into, like a super arcade wrestling game. But I think the biggest thing that I saw pop off on Twitter was the Shimigami Tensei trailers. Yep. So uh what what, what do you guys feel about that? I mean, that trailer's been out since the Switch launched, so it's about time. Glad to see it's here. But um, it's not Persona 5, so... <laughs> or Scramble, so... Damn, that still hasn't come out yet, right? Has that, Was that supposed to come out? Yeah. I think it's over in Japan already. It is, yeah. It's being localized, That's I guess. fortunate. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool, because I know there are a lot of uh, SMT fans out there. Uh, I have not played the franchise or well i haven't played like the main franchise persona's the spinoff uh and you know i hear good things about it i just haven't tried it myself so i maybe i'll i meant to go to the i think it was the 3ds one there were, it was like four i think was that? yeah that was four okay um i meant to check it out but i just i never got around to it so maybe i'll i'll check this one out they're they're very hardcore rpgs much more so i think than, than persona is um so yeah, the Persona is like the baby version of of SMT, <laughs> which, yeah. which is funny like, because Persona can be like kind of yeah, hardcore. Yeah. So yeah, kind of. Yeah, for real? Yes, for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, last story, which is isn't I mean it's a, it's a story, but at the same time, like people have been dunking on this game for the longest. Uh, but there's up. a Oh boy, there's an FMV game called Gamer Girl where you play as a moderator of a Twitch streamer. Um, I already hate Twitch it. Streamer. I already Not hate that. it. <laughs> you, you know what's... I think this has become like a running joke on the show. And as much as like I've told myself, man, it's just a joke. It's just a go- joke. I think I actually have a problem, y'all. I think I, I, think I, I like playing horrible games. I was... <laughs> somewhat looking forward to this game not as in like oh man this game's gonna be dope i was like no this is a train wreck and i want to watch this train wreck mm. that's fair i can see that people do like bad movies like it's a thing yeah a bad video so, game too. it's i mean the game has been canceled uh the, <laughs> the developers sort of oh. like i guess heard the backlash of uh how tone deaf the game was but I mean, like, I wonder how much money they invested into making this because uh, 
you know, you, you have like it, this being like a sort of like choose your own adventure type of thing where they had to like film multiple scenes. They had to, um, <laughs> damn it. Uh, I just got called out in the chat. Um, there's, uh, and then like right here in this trailer, you see like you're there, they've made a game for this game since they can't really like use actual games to license. So I don't know. I feel like they, they, they put in an effort for this game and I don't get how they got this far and didn't think, Hmm, maybe what we're doing, maybe what we're doing is somewhat like a parody. I feel like if they sold it as a parody, people, uh, people wouldn't have like dunked on it so hard. I don't even know where all the, I, I don't even know where all of this came from. So I've seen, I saw the trailer when it first dropped, like the day one, I, I watched it like the trailer. And I said, uh, there's a lot of things that could potentially go wrong here. Um, (laughs) And it it was very uncomfortable. Like it made me uncomfortable to watch it in some aspects. I was like, this could be a very fucked up game, but like, I kind of got what they were trying to do. And then there was like a hint of like horror, at the end so i was like oh okay that's kind of intriguing a little bit so maybe it's not like a piece of shit game like because i mean i there, there's like there's a certain a degree of like when you see something called gamer girl and you like you know it's about this woman like immediately i already know there's gonna be a contingent of fucking gamers out there who say i fucking hate it because it's got girls like there's gonna be that like reaction um and so like to be i want to be able to parse out like the people who are misogynistic and like, and just shitty versus like, you know, okay, what's like actually wrong with this game. Um, So if if you don't mind, I want to actually read a tweet from Wales interactive, who was the publisher for this and just stating like what their intention was. Um, So they said, quote, gamer girl is about the impact user comments and actions have on a streamer's mental health and well-being. The reason why FMV future created the game was to raise the issue of the toxic environment, which can often appear online behind the anonymity of a username, an end quote. So that's like that seems like a pretty noble cause, like a a pretty good Mm -hmm. thing to do. I don't really quite know where it all went wrong um maybe in the fact that you could like potentially peep on this this woman like unknowingly as is implied by the trailer so i think like the tone deafness to me kind of sticks out because like if that's what they're trying to convey in the moment the player obviously with like improvised moments things like that like you don't have to actually follow that script um, you can actually go mm-hmm. against whatever the game is trying to tell you or, or teach you or whatever. Um, that and that's me speculating. It like why the backlash was real against this, and I'm I'm hoping that it's not we're not like lumping in all the backlash because a girl, you know, with like legitimate criticism. Because I I feel like what I'm saying is like maybe where other people were like reasonable people were coming from, and mm-hmm. everyone else might have been like kind of maybe not having good faith arguments. I hope I'm hoping that this makes sense. What I'm saying, I I I think it sort of stemmed off of uh, like just the whole e girl culture. I think people like saw this trailer and they're like, "Oh, great! Like like a game where you're actually like playing as an e girl, or I guess in this game you're the moderator for e girl." Um, I think that's what people were sort of looking at. Because uh, to me, I don't, I, I don't. Do you feel like you think, that's? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna ask, do you think that if 
they swapped the rules instead of playing as the moderator you were playing as you were playing as her and you're trying to like navigate through everything you think that would have been better i mean because I, I, at that point you could yeah you can sort of control you can sort of control the narrative of like what the moderator is like doing at that point yeah i kind of like, that would really help mm-hmm. oh no i apologize go ahead i said that would really help sell the whole effect of dealing with people behind the anonymity of keyboards like you really get to get hit with those comments and you're like oh you know so you can really understand the sounds that they're going for because just being a moderator i'm I'm not going to say that like from experience because i don't know i'm not a moderator but it's not the same thing as like sitting there and having to deal with the comments of oh you suck or whatever women go through i'm not going to repeat that stuff here because you know y'all, y'all know what it is don't don't be that person yeah and maybe but like yeah maybe it goes into like what you guys are saying like if if the if you if you're giving the because to me the, the woman doesn't really have agency like that to me is is a problem like when i look at this and again i have not i mm. i watched the trailer i don't and i did not dig any deeper into like what people are saying about this um but yeah as a, as a moderator as a, as a third party privy to what's happening you're not really giving the woman any agency in the story or really at any point in her own life like you're maybe you're trying you're influencing quote unquote like the the narrative but you're not but she doesn't really have choice things are just kind of happening to her and that to me is problematic uh you know huge hugely uh so that that might also be a legitimate criticism to to me um and i'm not sure if other if people have said that already i'm sure if they have i don't know if that's like not it's it's a little cringy like the whole thing is like a is a little weird you know there are definitely segments mm-hmm. in here in the trailer I remember seeing where it's like, you know, oh, she's like dressing up and you're peeping in on her and like she's like, oh, how do I look? And all this. It's just like really fucking weird in that sense. And it's like you can't really talk about, you know, can you really talk about toxicity in the online community when like you're kind of enabling it in your video game? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. That, that and I sort of I sort of feel like the timing of all of this was just horrible yeah which i mean you could never predict <laughs> yeah. you could never predict because i'm pretty sure they've you know obviously they've been working on this for a, a minute but yeah i think just timing is like it's key and it either it could, it could honestly make or break you know whatever product you're selling yeah that's a, that's a great point and to me what a lot of the tone deafness is coming from as well yeah so yeah that's that was gamer girl or what would have been um <laughs> that <laughs> um yeah we're gonna we're gonna jump into the topic uh for the evening and you know sort of like last week i like having these topics where we could sort of like you know i as much as i love having the episodes where you know we're talking about black lives matter we're talking about like uh you know serious topics in the industry at the same time i sort of like you know kicking back and sort of just relaxing and having like a like a, a palate cleanser topic that anyone could really just jump into. And I, I, I like hearing from people uh, for these questions. Uh, but this week, we're going to talk about naming three games or three series for like a video game that you've either missed out on or that you want to play but just haven't yet. And you know, I told James this and he was like, oh, so we're just backlog shaming. Yes, <laughs> this is, <laughs> is going to be this is our backlog shaming segment. Perfect. Um, but I mean, you know, this is. 
this is interesting because I uh, saw this on Twitter uh, maybe like a month ago, and then um, someone that I met like they did like a podcast and like sent me the podcast of them talking about it. I was like, you know what? Let's do this on the show because I, I sort of want to see where you know should I play that cruise at with this? Um, I want to see where our listeners are with like that this question, and of course, like you know. I'll say some games that people are going to be like, yo, I'm surprised you've never played this and you sort of like shame me into playing them. So I don't, I don't know. All right. So my first uh, series of, uh, and this is like just in general, the Dragon Quest games never played. Oh my them. God. Yeah. That was one of mine actually. I was like, well, I've played them. So maybe that doesn't count. Is this stuff like we just never played straight up ever? It, it, I mean, it could be, it could be both. It could be something that you straight up just never played, or maybe played like once at like a friend's house or something like that. So something that you know, for us, like I, I'd, I'd say that we play like a, a nice, like varied amount of video games. Yeah, like one week we'll be playing RPGs, another week we'll be playing, you know, action games, sports games. Uh, it's you know, it's all over the place for us. But um, yeah, Dragon Quest is one of those bigger like RPG. Uh, franchises that has like when you talk like just like rpgs um it's up there with like it's not i don't say that it's like it's up there with like final fantasy because final fantasy is like a juggernaut in itself but when you talk to people that played the series like Mm -hmm. they love this series i'm pretty sure it's um, bigger than final fantasy in japan not in the west yeah i would agree i think yeah it's like the godfather yeah, they have like Dragon yeah. Quest Day, where like literally people just take off of work to just to play the new Dragon Quest. I remember they used they actually yeah to give the holiday out because people would just call out of work yeah. whenever it came out. So like you know what, instead of that, everybody just stay home. Yeah, it's not it's That's not even worth it's it. Not even it's not been like that in the West. It hasn't caught on in that capacity. Uh, but it it totally mm-hmm. I would definitely say in Japan it has. Yo, what would be our game? For the West, Call of Duty, probably. Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm glad everybody thought it. <laughs> yeah, like I even had to think. Like, oh, I, I, I specifically remember in college, uh, like Call of Duty coming out, and like having some teachers like be like, "Hey, um, canceling class because <laughs> one, I know Call of Duty's coming out, and no one's gonna show up, and two, I'm actually gonna pick up the game myself, and <laughs> I want to play it." So that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I Call of Duty definitely. I it doesn't have the frequency of Call of Duty, but kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier in the show, uh, Halo, I would say, was huge. Like when Halo Two and Three dropped, mm-hmm. and like, I've never seen, I've never seen launch like that. I've never seen launches since then. The Halo Three launch was absolutely massive. Had all kinds of like you know lines and Mountain Dews and all sorts of weird shit, um, chips. Like it was, it was crazy. Uh, yeah, definitely that too. All right, so I got a couple more. Um, this is a series that I've like dabbled in, but never like fully committed. Never really like finished any of them. I think for the most part, I've like played the beginning of these games. But Castlevania, never, never gotten like super into it. Like I know there's the uh, was it Castlevania Lords of Shadow, which mm-hmm. was like a step away from the mainline series, but was. Uh, also like looked into looked as like a really good game for the franchise i i don't know i think for that game in particular i would play it and say hmm this really reminds me of god of war i want to play god of war now 
that type of thing. So, you know, not saying that the game was like bad or anything like that. It's just like it never caught my attention. Like, I'm pretty sure I own it on Steam so I could just re-download it and try it out or play it. But I, I don't know. I've never I've I and I like like the Netflix show, like the Netflix uh like anime that they have for Castlevania. Mm. Really good. Um but like I think when the second was the third season that they're on right now, uh the third season released and they re-released one of like the older Castlevanias like on iOS. I was like, oh cool. It's on iOS. I could like play it on the go, booted it up once, never looked back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um isn't this, this my my third i think you guys if you've listened to the show you should sort of know where this one is and uh sorry rod but the souls games oh god damn it we can fix that we can fix that right now like this is not continue <laughs> i I don't know, man. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. I don't know yeah, what it is. Do. Like, but so so Bloodborne was cool. Like we did, you know, the co-op of, of Bloodborne. We did some of the co-op, of, but I feel like, yeah, I feel like uh, I always get to like a, the, a point in the game where I just stop playing it, which I think was the right after the what was it like the, the pastor, the yeah the librarian, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I would get up to there and then like stop playing. My character is waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> just hang it out please come back i don't know i what is, i don't what, i don't have the, what, what is it? i don't know what it is i, just, I don't i don't know what it is because i've played i've played games that are literally like on the back of the box it's like oh this is a souls like game and like i i'm okay with it but there's something about like the souls games that just i just i get so like tilted playing Games too depressing, man. They are dour it's, experiences. It's just like super oppressive games all the time. <laughs> but you can get something like I don't know Star Wars, a lot more lighthearted, same souls combat, mm-hmm. yeah. throwing people off cliffs. It's actually, great. Yeah, I actually finished. Yeah, I finished that um Star Wars game. Yeah. So you know, the, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what it is. I think it's just it's a mental. It's a mental. It's a mental block. I think that's what it is. Like I, I'm telling myself not to enjoy myself. When granted, like I'll do some really cool stuff. I'm like, oh wow, like I, I, you know, I defeated this enemy with like no health left or whatever, yeah. or completely bodied an enemy. But I don't know. There's just, just something in my head that's like, yo, Chris, you could be playing Sonic right now. Oh my god, god. Sonic. I, I hate this topic. all right i got i got a couple more got a couple more i know i said three but i got like two more that i wanted to shout out uh world of warcraft um oh wow you know i played through i've been playing final fantasy 14 during like the pandemic and then of course pandemic well (laughs) pandemic ended my quarantine ended and like i just don't have the time for it anymore like between work between running like two podcasts and working on some other projects I just, I have a problem, guys. I have another project that I sort of like hit up some friends about today, and it might work or it might blow up my face. But I'm like the potential of money that I could potentially make from this is going to be really interesting. So you'll you'll hear about it soon. You'll hear. All I'm hear, saying hear is, about it. bro. 
All I'm saying is, watch the irons you got in the fire. Oh, you know? yeah. Okay. Everyone's like, yo, Chris, <laughs> relax. I'm Please like, sleep. I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing everyone look around and be like, yo, is, is it intervention time? Intervention It might time? be. Episode might 100? Be. <laughs> Have a sit down. Yo, everyone, episode 100 is going to be, yo, Chris's intervention. All, All right. right. And last game, uh, Spyro. Never finished them. Hmm. What? Never. Yo. Yes, I've never so finished good. a crash game now that I'm thinking about it. Never finished any of those either. Hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, but you've played them, though. I've played them. And, like, you know, the whole, like, hype between uh, when uh, they did, like, the remaster a couple years ago. I totally <laughs> yeah. got into that. But then, once again, I think my problem is, like, I, my, I, I get tilted, and that completely throws me off of the game. So, like, specifically, I think there's, if you played played uh, Crash, I think Crash 1, you'll know what I'm talking about. But, like, it's a level where you're literally, uh, you're, you're, you're moving up, but then, like, you're jumping on, like, these platforms that eventually, like, have fire coming off of the platforms, too. So, you have to, like, time your jump, wait for, like, a plume of fire to, like, stop going up, and then jump onto the platform. And it's, like, I don't know what it is, but there's, like... I feel like the dimensions of Crash and like the new games are like different from the older games. I've heard that they were. Yeah. Like some so, pros have, have dived in. Like, yeah, it's a little off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's those, those are my games that, you know, I've sort of been and, that, and that's sort of like off the top of my head, too. Like there's there, there are more games out there that, you know, I'm not saying like I play like every game, but yeah, there's definitely more games out there. But those are the ones that like immediately came to mind. Mm-hmm. So, uh. Who who has their list next? James? Rod? I'm still making mine up, but one that has definitely come to my mind that I'm ashamed to say I have not played all of Metal Gear Solid. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. Um my first experience with Metal Gear Solid was Snake Eater. And that is the only one that I finished. Okay. Um, wow. I played that's a little a, bit a of ground though. Like if you have to only finish, it one, is like yeah. that's that's a good one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be so like, the best one. <laughs> but yeah. Oh well, I'm good. Never mind. <laughs> Forget it, guys. Game, I would say I would say it's a caveat. I think gameplay wise, five is the best to me. To me, I, I picked that up on um on a Steam sale, so it is in my library waiting to be played. Okay. Okay, you can ignore the story. You can ignore all of that, but just playing it is fantastic. It might be my favorite stealth game ever. See, I wish I had thought about that before because that's what's been keeping me out of playing the Metal Gear games. Oh, okay. Because because I've just heard how ridiculous the story can be, and I'm I know I'm not going to follow everything. I'm not going to feel like following everything. But, I should say, but I feel like you don't have to, <clears throat> yeah, because the game is so ridiculous. Like it's like that's it the, the point. point where it's it that's like that's the joke. Yeah. Is that the like the story is like so off the wall? Like I play the games, but I couldn't. I can't honestly like sit down and like explain you like, explain to you like a hundred percent what the game is about. Yeah, because it's it 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 throws so many twists and turns. It is a and, Kojima like, game. A lot. It's a Kojima game. Like a lot of ga- like since the games are made out of order as well, mm-hmm. it's 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 tough to follow. So like yeah, honestly, don't feel bad about that. Yeah. You you shouldn't. I mean, okay, you, then I don't. there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of like really good content in there. Like the games are trying to to tell you certain things, like certain aspects about the environment and war, and you know, you know, a lot of nice 
timely topics uh, that that are are worthwhile if you want to dig in. But if you want to just like mm-hmm. stealth around some places with a cool main character, like you could totally do that. Um, it's it works either way, totally. Like it's very Yakuza in that sense, where Yakuza does this weird balance of like wacky but serious. Metal Gear Solid is, mm-hmm. is like the granddaddy of of that. Um, and it it really shows like there are some really fucking dumb moments in that game, but like in in awesome ways. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the one thing, the one moment I can think of, I always hear about, and I wish I had experienced firsthand, mm-hmm. is the Psycho Mantis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really wish I gotten that fresh. That sounds like yeah. such a cool moment. This for gamers. Yeah, absolutely. And you also you also got to remember this like that was a moment where there wasn't internet. Like you, you right. couldn't get you couldn't get stuck somewhere and be like, man, fuck this. Let me go to YouTube and like look this up. Because I'll admit it, there's certain games where I like I'm like, yo, where the fuck do I need to go? Like, why isn't this clear? I'll look it up on YouTube, like such and such game, such and such level. hmm mm-hmm. Wait, there's a door right there? What? It's that that type of thing. So uh him. I, I we need more moments like Psychomantis. I don't think I don't think games game games just don't hit like that anymore. It's hard to be innovative like that. It costs too much now. <laughs> mm. Mm. That's the first one off the top of my head, Roddy. You can take the next one if you want. I'm still thinking of my other two. Yeah, there are a few, and I mean, I feel like this list for me is going to be more of like things that maybe I tried and just didn't get like further in on uh, rather than I just straight up didn't play completely because I mean, just to be honest, I've played, I played too many video games <laughs> basically like in my life. I'm, I'm looking at this, all of these games now and I'm just like, God damn, I played so many of these. Uh, but I would say Danganronpa is the, is one that I've meant to get into, but I've not for mostly because it's not on like a handheld device like or at least one that i owned i think it was on vita or psp or something and uh, i just i didn't i didn't own one of those i played a few games on there but that wasn't one of them uh, and i don't want to play it on my playstation or my pc like in front of a tv or a laptop screen i need to play it in my bed on a tiny screen that sounds bizarre but fuck it that's that's what i want um i mean it's like a novel right you might as well keep it in book form exactly exactly it's a large reason why like you know as much as i love ace attorney i'll probably never play it on a console or pc or whatever like i'm only going to play that on like a ds or or switch or whatever um but yeah that's a that's a series that i've always i've meant to go to uh phoenix Wright. 999 the zero escape trilogy like i love visual novels and that one danganronpa is apparently one that's very good uh and one that i i'm told that i would enjoy quite a bit but i have just not gotten around to it so as soon as that switch port hits i'm there um are you not there for the mobile version (laughs) no no my screen is too small i have a regular eight so it's not optimal maybe if i had like a plus or something maybe but okay. but uh, another one is the Witcher franchise. So I've played the Witcher. So again, it's a little bit it's a little bit of a cheat. Um, I've played actually a decent bit of the Witcher, but it's just it, I just feel like the, the it's just not for me. I just don't think the game is for me. Like I, I love the story and I love the characters in it. I, I don't like the game around it i wish i did it's like i play the game and i'm like god damn i wish i was having fun and after like 10 hours i'm just not 
at all. And it just clicks for most people. Um, and it's just something about it just didn't really ever do it for me. And I think I've started that game like three or four times. And it's just, oh, wow. it's not it's it, and I mean completely over again. And I've even contemplated with the the quarantine, I've contemplated doing it again because I don't know, I've been kind of in the mood ish for like an RPG type of thing. So yeah. um, but and maybe I'll still do that. But but it's just not something that's hit for me. It two and three. I bought two on three sixty, and I thought I had it on PC as well. Um, and then played and then bought three, the original three on um on PlayStation four, and yeah, it just didn't just didn't work out for me for some reason. So that I think weird. I I think the game like it is one of those games that it has to like just click for you for you to like it. Yeah, like you know how some games, some games you could like play enough where you start getting the mechanics, yeah. like just after a while. It no, not with Witcher. I feel like progressively they've gotten better. Yeah, but um, I, I don't know. Agree. Like I feel like it's like I know with the first game, like I can never, I can never go back and replay the first game because it's just it's it it just didn't age well for me. Yeah, it feels so that's like something, an old game. Yeah, so when people you know ask, oh, should I like go like replay the first one? No, no. You go watch YouTube videos explaining the story. Um, the second one, the say even the second one, like it's it's it has like a really good story. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like they, I could see where people like don't like the gameplay because it's just there's something about it that's just like it's just a little off. It, yeah, it, it's not that it's bad. It's just it's off. Yeah, it's unconventional. Like kind of in a way that is off-putting to me personally but i i understand why other people like it though so it's not a situation where i'm like wondering what the hell everybody else is seeing in it because it's very obvious why people like it and there are certain aspects of it i can admit are definitely good it's just not appealing it's never been appealing to me personally um and i put in even less time on witcher 2 because it just put me off so bad and i tried again with three was very glad when three came out and they were like oh you don't really need to play one and two so i was like okay cool um and i put in way more time on it and it just didn't it just didn't do it for me i do think it was it's better and more refined and more i want to say more of a traditional experience than the first two games were uh but yeah i don't know i'll definitely update you guys though if i ever if I go back to that, um, another game that I wish that I've played more of again, played a bit of it, but I kind of just wish I got more time was, uh, the civilization game, civilization, age of empires, hmm. those type of things. Like I love the idea of those games. Um, and, and they're not bad at all. It's just a matter of me just never sitting down for like a dedicated amount of time and like and actually doing it but i love the game the the fact that you know you could use these kind of um historical figures to like you know build up build up your civilization and like play against other people and it's it's a really neat thing and i love games like that i love those sort of like top-down strategy games i i fucking love them but uh, i just i just haven't like really sat down and like dedicated a good chunk of time to it but it's one i definitely wish that i did for sure uh, those are. I just think we should we should try that out because like I, is I think that game has like a multiplayer mode where yeah. you could like set your turn, you could do whatever you want in your turn, and then like it will sort of pause and wait for me to do my turn, and it's sort of like back and forth. Mm. Oh, like, like an, you sort of go back and forth, like, in, like the game. in a in asynchronous mode. 
that's yeah that's cool everybody dope yeah that i would be down dude i'd be down for that um whether it's on pc or console like apparently the console ports are pretty decent like with the controls that's another thing too is that like i i do game on my pc you know sometimes not as much as i should but but i do sometimes and more often than not like you know, I'm just not sitting in front of my, I sit on a computer for like eight to nine hours a day with my day job. Um, and it's just not my first inclination to do that with, with PC gaming. But I think I do want to maybe try that a little bit more, maybe even throw up like steam big screen or something. So like on my TV. Uh, and I, I think that would be a good thing. I've got a 360 controller at the ready. So I would be maybe down for, for some of that for sure. Dope. I'd be down. I think I got it for free on Epic. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's on there somewhere. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to look into hooking that up. But yeah, those are those are the three off the top of my head. Oh, maybe one more if I could throw in another one is uh the Mother series. I've actually Ooh. never played those games and I've really wanted to. Same here. Like I I never I got into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, like, was... I think I think like I I'm I'm I've like played like a little bit of it but like this is me like as a kid playing like roms and emulators and stuff like that mm-hmm. like i just i don't know i just like i i played a little bit and i just couldn't really get into it but then that's really hearing like, like a lot of people like you know you know everyone wants you know was it mother four or mother three or whatever right everybody wants mother four mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i i'm actually hoping that at some point they release or re-release three uh, so I could I could play it. I think Earthbound is we can play it stateside, like on something current, right? Like on Switch or something. I th- I think it's on the Switch. Okay, I thought we could. Um, I'd be interested in going back to checking that out, like just because there are a, are a lot of games that I play right now that are influenced by that series, and so I would like to see kind of where it all started. I thought I think that'd be cool. Yeah, it's not a bad list, Roddy. See, mine just, I don't know how I feel about mine now. Um, well, another one on my list is the Team Ico trilogy. All of them? Um, oh. I played, no, I played a good chunk of Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is the most I've put into those games. I have not, I think I, I have the Ico collection on my PS3 somewhere, but that's not happening. So, um, so I played a very small bit of Ico. I really did enjoy Shadow of the Colossus when I did. Mm-hmm. It was just such an odd um, game at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was refreshingly odd. It was just very simple. Go find the monsters, climb the monsters, stab the monster. Mm-hmm. You know? But in order to take like that open world element and mix that in with a puzzle platforming in the middle of a boss fight, and nothing felt wrong. Everything, all the mechanics just flowed so seamlessly there. So, like, hats off to Ico for the game design. I don't know why I never went back to play the original. Um, Last Guardian finally came out. Haven't touched it. I'm just kind of curious to see, like, what what else Ico has for me, what the hype is about. Mm -hmm. I think if you play the updated version like the collection i feel like that would it would age well like it's it feels maybe a tiny bit dated and just like kind of the like the design philosophy behind it but you know i i think that there's a lot more that resonates with that game whether it's like the the art design um or even like the simple story to it like i i think that 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 would be something that would be worth going back to i've not played last guardian so I, i cannot speak to that 
but I hear that's solid too. Chris, have you checked out Last Guardian? I haven't. I played maybe like an hour or two of it and then dropped it and like played something else. Mm. I want to get into it. Like I really want to play Shadow of the Colossus. That's another one that I've missed out on. Mm. Oh yeah. So, it was on PS Plus. I recommend uh, you go back and get that one. Yeah, it was on PS Plus a couple months ago, so you you probably have it. Yeah, so I think that'll be something. I think a lot of these games that I've sort of missed out on, like it may be like a game that I'll play on stream. And like we have should, people sort of coach coach me through it. Yeah, we should do something like that where we all like find a game that we haven't played. The other ones might have. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a game club type of deal. That's something I've been wanting to. That's something that I think back in like the media beast days. Yeah, uh, we were like sort of like trying to cook that up, but like I don't know, just it 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 never fell apart because we like how would you pace yourself through a game club? Like, do we like pick a game for like a month and then mm-hmm. sort of like do it that way come back like that next month I th- we could do it like that now that well, with with older games like this we have a better chance of understanding like how the games are structured so maybe we could be like play up into this story beat right like if it goes into chapters then we know like act one we stop here and then we come back and talk about act one and it's going to vary from game to game because you're right like how do you how do you gauge that i don't know maybe, maybe that'll be a, a youtube thing hmm YouTube theories. YouTube theory. Oh, a a game theory. (laughs) Can I legally say that, or is that copyrighted yet? Yeah, I think that's Matt Pat's. Okay, my bad, Matt. (laughs) I mean that. (laughs) (laughs) But um, my third game. I'm kind of cheating. Not a video game. Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. Never played it. Yo, we need to. We need to get this thing going. Really do. I'd, I'd love to stream. I'd love to stream that. That'll be something. That's that's. I love. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, we, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get down. you. We gotta get you in. I, I talked about it a few weeks ago uh, when I was playing the Blades in the Dark game, and I think you really, really enjoy it. Like it's, it's. I promise, whatever like you have in your head about it, like it is, it it might be close to that, but it's when you're actually in it, you're playing it. It's it's so fucking cool. Like it's unlike anything else, really, and you understand like why they call them tabletop RPGs. Like you're like, oh shit! Like I've, you're, it's familiar yet yet different. So, yeah, very cool. So let's let's get that out the way. I don't have any preconceived notions about D and D anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, at one of my previous jobs, there was a lot of downtime to pick up things like podcasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I stumbled across um not another D and D podcast. Mm-hmm. One of my uh, coworkers recommended it to me. It's some good morning listening. And I, yeah, I fell in. That game sounds hella fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing, but the thing that I hear, and it's very important, is that you have a solid dungeon master. Right. Yeah. So, so I'm, yep, so yep, I'm yep, waiting yep. for that dungeon master. If you're out there, <laughs> I'm ready. That's the only reason why I think I haven't like tried to hook up anything because I would be totally terrible because I don't understand like all of that yet. But may, I don't know. But this is kind of inspiring to may, maybe to pick up a book and learn or something. Because I would love, to. I'd I'd love to see what you come up with. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. That'd be that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I, feel I, I just troll everyone. Um, yeah, dude, I I would love to to do something with you in that vein. Yeah, we we might need to discover that for sure. I'm down. D and D. But yeah. That's problem. That's my three. I think that's a, that's a pretty good list. I think so too. Yeah, and what what I love about these lists are like 
they're all games that aren't like bad or anything. So mm-hmm. it's something that, you know, if you have it in your backlog, you know, and you know, I feel like we're we're about to jump into, you know, next gen. And the thing with next gen is that we won't really see like these like heavy hitter games for like a good like two years, year and a half at least. So mm-hmm. the, you know the 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 plane of like games that are coming out is going to be if, at some point people are going to be like, yo, there aren't games to play anymore. That happens at the beginning of every generation. This is the perfect time to sort of like step back and jump into you know these franchises that we just haven't played before. Uh, you know, we were sort of like talking about it before. Maybe it's the time for us to do like a game club. Let us know, uh, you know, on social media, DMs, whatever. If you'd be interested in something like that, I I think that would be pretty cool to do, especially with all of us being quarantined. Like, cool. What is a like, what is a game that you want us to play? Something that we haven't talked about that you're really passionate about. I'm curious to see what you guys really like. Let's get a better gauge of our audience, you know. Yep. Maybe you could take a look into some of those, get some impressions. I I recommend us playing Sonic Forces as game number one. Let's do uh, it. Let's make the media beast and put him <laughs> in Sonic Forces. It's all. <laughs> oh man! Yes, Rod, you're quiet over there. Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> look, 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 Roddy. You don't even have to play. You can just provide commentary. Uh, we won't make you play the game. Okay. I don't know. If, I don't even know if that's worse. I don't know. <laughs> You can't just watch your friends suffer. It'll be great. Oh well, when you when you put it like that, yeah. See, I suppose I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with that, Chris. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's episode episode seventy four. Um, <laughs> yo, subject was like, yo, Rod could be the junk guy in the corner. Rod, you could be the junk guy in the corner while we're playing Sonic Forces. Sounds good, man. I'm there. Easy. Just eat first. Right. Yes. Absolutely. There we go. All right. Let's do our <laughs> shout outs. Let's roll out the red carpet. James, what you got for us? Um, I don't have much this week. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, make sure you drop those ratings on whatever podcasting platform you are on. Be it um Spotify, Apple Music, or we on um podcast.podcast. Just everything. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, like, share, subscribe, all the good social media jargon. We appreciate you. We love you. And we'll be seeing you next week. That's all I got. All right, Rod, what you got? Man, echo everything James said. Definitely give us a a rating, comment, like anything, especially on Apple Podcasts. It definitely helps increase our visibility. So we always appreciate you listening um, as always. Thank you, guys. Y'all, Chris, you already what you know got? what this, Yo, drink more water. Guys, wear, I say this every week, wear your fucking mask. What are you doing? Why aren't you wearing your mask? I like, people are like, oh, I can't breathe. No, brush your teeth. That's why you can't breathe. Please, listen, wear your mask so it makes sense that I'm wearing my mask. Because if I'm just wearing my mask, it doesn't really mean anything. So, uh, and also respect the people that are working in like these you know conditions like conditions like we we deal with enough be- like the other day quick side note someone threw up in my store what it's, why they threw they threw up and it was like oh my bad i'm not feeling good and then left 
why are you here yeah so I just don't got be triggered. that person I'm, I'm, I'm mad don't don't be that person but we will catch you guys down uh next week guys stay beastly and be good peace <laughs>